1: What's up, guys? Hello! Hello. Welcome back to Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. Now with less carbs? <laughs> it's free I think we're packing quite a few. Uh.
2: Uh. Especially with all that Taco Bell, geez. I know.
1: <laughs> well, welcome back, guys. We got a big show for you today. We're going to be announcing our contest, second contest winner, Ooh. for the Santa-themed horror shot... Uh, we also are going to be talking about Santa Crazy, any movies that are dealing with Santa that are crazy, I guess. That's a good point. Who is Santa, anyways? Who yeah. is he? Oh, Satan. He, he's a demon,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same fucking letters, guy. It's the same fucking dude. <laughs> it's the same yeah, dude, bro. It's the same fucking Just dude. Just change letter, bro. You need to bro. wake up, man. <laughs> it's Illuminati. <laughs> fucking
1: <God. laughs> Speaking of oh. which... Oh.
2: Oh. Are oh, you gonna go off about that? Now? Okay,
1: well, I gotta mention this, and I, I hope uh, you know to our listeners out there who are into the Illuminati, whatever the fuck it is, I don't know the
2: lizard people. I found myself
1: in the. We're deep... already on a watch list. Well, I am. I am personally <laughs> great. Speaking of uh, something, I bumped into. I was in the deep. YouTube web. Ooh. <laughs> I was just bumping around in some videos, <sighs> some random videos. <laughs> Bump. And I deep. I think it was one of those videos that me and you were getting into. Yeah, the CERN videos. The CERN videos right. where they were talking about how CERN is the Hydron Collider in Sweden or some shit like that. Underground, they spin. Um, well,
2: it's not the only one. It's well, there's the several. largest one. Yeah,
1: it's one of the most vocal ones, I right. guess. Anyway, they, they spin Are particles. Are the, the Hard-On Collider? The Hydron Collider. Arbine. They, they, <laughs> it's like 20 miles wide. Yeah, you got it. You did. That's okay, though. It's 20 miles wide, and they spin uh, particles into each other to basically cause a reaction. Okay. Anyway, me and Pat were interested in that for a little bit of time, just out of curiosity. But the same guy that used to put up these videos, I had subscribed to him, and I forgot about him. I'm not even going to mention his name. He had a uh, video up about James Corden. Corden? Who is He has the Late Late Show, um, and he's that British guy that they have on TV. You know who I'm talking oh, about? It's oh, kind of, yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. He's kind of a heavy set.
2: Yeah, he's not a heavy
1: set, but he's just, you know, it's he's a fun, sexy. you know, chubby guy, I guess. I would, I would make out with him. This guy, this separate person, had a video called James Corden's Hollywood Satanic Carpool Karaoke 2016. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool, it's one of those, you know... Carpool videos or something. I you think you
2: could use a little bit more wording in there.
1: Why? Yeah, I know. Well,
2: well, it's caps Hollywood satanic.
1: Anyway, Hail Satan. Um, and and not that we should talk about sat satanic shit again because someone thought we were satanic. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: <laughs> Man, only on certain days of the year.
1: Right. Um. Only when I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was talking about how everyone that does, does the carpool segment is into Satan and is trying to warp our minds. And they compared it to the kind of, like, you know how the dog treats, they have those dog treats where you can stick the pill in? Right. And then you close it up and feed it to them so they don't know? He was (laughs) saying that the comedy is the vessel for the pill, and the pill is poison Satan to swallow, because it's easier to go down. And I thought to myself, like, really? That that, that is so. I mean
3: I, I, I saw the video and I get I mean, where it you're makes coming sense, from. Sense, but, but I, I, it's d- to me, it's so absurd. I, I thought it was satire. I don't believe it to be real. It's so fucking stupid, right? It's, I'm like,
1: this can't be real. This is the dumbest I, I don't know if people really believe this stuff. And I mean, I'm open to shit, okay? I'm very open to like yeah. being interested in it. But there, at certain levels, you don't... It's like if you say, wouldn't it be cool if this was this? And then you start saying, well, this is this. I just remember him talking about the satanic agenda or whatever, the satanic stuff. Yeah. But never
3: really talking about what that actually was. Right. So how can you sit around and talk about what the
1: satanic agenda is without explaining what the satanic agenda is? Right. (laughs) Well, he's saying that they were like pointing out Lady Gaga, if you've ever heard. They always like try to say she's part of the Illuminati and Satan and stuff. She is not. Because there's a lot of like people in the public eye Mm. who happen to be famous and they're trying – they're Satanists and they're trying to spread their Satan – By covering one of their eyes. That has nothing to do with Satanic. Or when you take your pointer finger. It makes me so fucking angry because that has nothing to do with Satanic. Like when you take your pointer finger and bring it to your tip of your thumb. So your tips to tips. <laughs> your tip to tip. Wow, I didn't this think that good. went out uh, too well. You put your f- three fingers up and then you put your two, your pointer and your thumb together and you look through it. Is that kind of like when you do the Spider-Man goggles and shit? Like, kind yeah. of like that. Because Spider-Man's pretty satanic. <laughs> but they were basically showing these half-assed pictures where people were just trying to be artistic right. and like take face shots and stuff and say that that meant Satan. Mm. And, and so I got... Trolley, <laughs> and i probably shouldn't have but i just couldn't resist so i wrote i saw some kids using hands around their face one covered his left eye the other made owl noises while looking through his circled finger they must have been four years old one of them even said he was going to get me i'm serious you can't loosely make this stuff up i'm positive now that they are demons because of this what should i do and after a little, like, literally five minutes, he wrote me back and he said, call an exorcist. And I blocked you. Good <laughs> luck. He <laughs> can't I was like, be real. That can't be real, man. It's got to be fake, dude. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, do you have the toll-free number to an exorcist? Because yeah. I need one, you know? <laughs> but I was trying to make, what I was trying to make a point is, is that if you're going to loosely base, like, people covering their face and their eye and shit, which is just an artistic thing to do, right. as Satan... Then, like, it's not a hidden agenda, man. Satan could walk down the street and nobody would believe he existed. It doesn't matter. He could be out in public if that's the if that's reality. You know what I mean? You well, don't need to hide it behind these weird, stupid hand face
3: gestures. It's it, it. What bothers me is like Satan's not a a, a
1: thing. <laughs> and I'm, I don't want to get into
3: detail. Yeah, let's not I, get I, too far. I into know. It. But
1: the thing is like. I don't mind what anybody believes. By the way, I really don't care. I, I, if you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. Period.
3: Yeah, it, uh, I'm not a religious person in any way, shape or form. I think Satan is more of a concept.
1: Well, right, but yeah. I'm just saying, like hypothetically. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Are we really gonna make start labeling people as s- demons? It's it's absurd. Other than that, well, I just well, thought let's it save was it a little for another
2: funny. episode, right?
3: Because I would love to go into detail
2: on, on. it sucks because like CERN is very interesting. You right, know what I mean? but they and turn every, it into some they turn it into some completely instead different Instead of just
1: making it scientific, right. they turn it into some religious debate. And it really doesn't need to need to be about that. Before we start jumping to fucking crazy town like with all these wild wild theories, like let's just kind of keep it grounded as best we can. The clouds change above CERN when they turn it on. Why is that? Electrons, whatever. You know, like do that. So th- this is actual the uh, the CERN organization that does the collider this is there's this whole thing they call it the mandela effect they believe is caused by cern and cern does the hydron collider which is causing this massive uh,
2: uh, energy that they we are studying the collisions over and over again so pretty much what they're saying is that that cern is somehow opening a hole uh, opening a hole or ripped a, a hole in time The fabric of time itself. So Into hell, parallel dimension. Right. right.
3: But this is not coming from the organization that manages CERN directly.
1: No. Then then fuck them. Well, the theories are, is that either they are able to slip in and out of these doorways and change things, or we live on parallel dimensions. Like, every choice we make is a different dimension, supposedly, Mm -hmm. and you can slip through and some of that existence, if you open that hole, will slip into ours and change shit. So, like, if you remember, like, what was the one? Uh, the Bernstein Bears. Yeah,
2: it's oh, Bernstein
1: or Berenstain. That's Mandela effect. It's absurd. They're fucking know. with nature. You can't just state fact about something. Right. Like you can't just lay it on the ground. Like this is water and this is earth. I I walked
3: outside and looked at the the Earth is flat because I looked at the Earth and it's flat.
1: It's like I believe in science when it's tearing apart nature, but I don't believe in it when it has to do with anything I'm talking about. for sure, dude. (laughs) Man, we should have saved this for a conspiracy cast. We should. We we should. This is going to be our last episode for at least a week. So when you hear this on Monday, we won't be back for another week. Odds are we probably aren't even going to do that. We might not because it happens to fall on the 2nd of January, which is like, Chris, you know, New Year's Eve and everything. There's a lot going on there and there's a lot of work it takes to put this show on. Yeah, like sobering up. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> Plus, you know, I'm visiting my family and stuff and I don't want to be, I don't know if I'm going to have enough time. Uh-huh. So hopefully when we return, it will be on the 2nd, but if not, it'll be on the 9th. We'll let you know in the uh, Twitter, Facebook, and all that other
2: shite. But what have you guys been up to, anyway? Oh, I haven't been doing much. I actually uh, watched a couple movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I'm trying to catch up on Westworld. And uh, oh, yeah. I got to do that as well, dude. Oh, it's good. I finished it. Uh, yeah, we know you did.
3: Yeah, you finished off real. I good. watched.
2: I actually watched that movie you talked about last week, uh, the Monster.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned it last. Cast. Yeah, but the Monster. Was- what? Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about it. I don't think I know it.
2: it. It's it's pretty good. It's uh Uh-oh. it's like a Lifetime movie with Cujo. I don't know about the Lifetime part. Well, it's it's about this recovering alcoholic, if, and she's a mother, and it kind of tells her relationship that she had with her daughter. And it's called The Monster. The Monster. It, if you if, monster, monster, if you say Lifetime, those, people are going to automatically not enjoy that. I'm just telling right? them how I felt. Sweet. But I like a, that. in the end run, it turned out to be a pretty decent movie. Good acting. Good cinematography. Yeah, I thought it was
1: like a 7.5, maybe a 7. Oh, at for least. sure.
2: I mean, I'm not trying to bring it down by the whole Lifetime thing. It just... Is... It, it
1: definitely has
2: Cujo. Well, was it an
1: actual Lifetime movie, though? No. Or just, oh, just... No, okay. no I it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Will you watch it, Mike? See what you... I'm saying, man? Oh, uh, no. You say shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. The, <laughs> you, <laughs> it our it our is a pretty good movie. I, I yeah, no, it's pretty good. good. But as seen... far as Westworld goes, I wanted to bring that back. As far as Westworld goes, like... I think it did pretty good about wrapping it all up for the season. I wouldn't know. And they've announced that they're not going to come out with a new season until 2018. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude. Apparently they weren't very happy with the way things came out 100%. Ah, too bad all of our fans really like this. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, I mean. I liked it. It's great. They dude. did do a lot of post-production shit. and like, True. You know what I mean? There was a lot of stuff in there. This wasn't this wasn't a cheap budget show. Yeah, but they could right. still pull it off if they wanted to.
3: I I I would really be curious as to why it's not until 2018. Right. I mean, what else is? I mean, Rick and Morty. We have to wait. Oh like wait, a is year that not yet? They no? delayed it again. Fuck. I know. See why it's a and it's a fucking cartoon, but dude.
1: Dude, no, but I'm okay with that because you get a lot of people in the gaming community who <clears throat> bitch and whine about delays, but. In the movie industry, it's a little different. Most times when it gets delayed, it's not to make it better. Right. It's because they
2: don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Well, you got to remember with Rick and Morty, everything they talk about Rick and Morty is actually pretty smart stuff. Like, the science is true. Oh, yeah. He's a mad genius. Right.
1: Everybody thought, I thought the show was just kind of lowbrow humor. But it's lowbrow humor. It's masked in lowbrow humor. Yeah. Right. With really deep fucking shit like <laughs> like yeah. and really funny
3: intellectual shit too have you ever seen the uh the original one that they they made that they never re-
1: released it's on youtube oh yeah that was like pornographic
0: <laughs> the one yeah. was like <laughs>
3: where
1: Marty's blowing him, <laughs> yeah, because it was originally called The Adventures of Doc and Marty. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, that? "Gotta no. get back in time." <laughs> we gotta watch it for the end. It's great. Oh, oh it's great. It's yeah. hilarious. I don't man. know if I should be able to, if I can link that because it's pretty pornographic. And I know I don't, I, I, I don't <laughs> just guys do yourself a favor. It used to be on this website called Channel One Hundred One dot com, and that's where I first saw it because this channel or website would air. They would take in people's um, small shows and they would put them up for, you know, to see, to vote on it. Kind of like Funny or Die. Right. Um, But it was like, is this going to be another season? So if people liked it, they would vote it on for another episode or another season. And this show, I think they only had one. (laughs) And it is seriously pornographic. (laughs) It's great, dude. It's about Marty getting his kite stuck in a fucking tree. And Doc comes out, but it's the same voice as yeah. as uh, Rick. But they called him Doc, because it's essentially supposed to be Back to the Future. Yeah, because right. that's what they originally wanted, but they couldn't for the licensing, and that's yeah. why Rick and Marty came from. He's like, oh, Rick, I got my, or yeah, Doc, I got my kite stuck in a tree. He's like, quick, Marty, we got to go back in time, and, and to when that tree was planted, and go back, and, and, and cut it, make sure that no one plants a tree there. You know, like, and then they go back, and some dude's, like, getting ready to plant a tree. And then he beats him, and then all of a sudden he starts fading away. And so he's like, "Quick, Marty, you gotta suck my dick. You gotta suck it now." (laughs) And then he literally pulls out his cartoon dick, and it's like you see him going at it, dude. And he does it phenomenal. He does it three times in the fucking short. And and then at the very end he does it again and he saves him or whatever and it's like gonna get back inside. <laughs> it's phenomenal, dude. Oh my god, dude, that was bad. Like you can obviously tell they've toned it down. You know, <laughs> right. yeah, just obviously. a bit. Hey, what have you been up to, Mike? I watched a lot of bullshit on TV. Gone back through some
3: uh, Pantera's bullshit. Right. Uh, Adam ruins everything. I watched a ton of that. Nice. Uh, I finished
1: uh, True Blood, which I'm okay with the ending. So far, we've talked about one thing: horror. So far,
2: <laughs> and it's True Blood, which is like
1: the Real Housewives of Horror, <laughs> or maybe that's. Hey, I would, Queens, I would totally I fuck Bill Compton. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> kidding. If I had a chance, <laughs> I never watched the show. Man, you haven't? I think I watched the first episode. It's okay. It has its moments. It has its up and downs. It, it really little...
2: it does. It teeters. Yeah,
1: it reminded me of like Warner Brothers melodramatic type shit. Mm. It, it's just vampire porno. Right. Yeah, it's
2: like Red Shoe Diaries some point. Yeah, okay.
3: uh, minus uh, Fox Mulder.
1: But I gotta admit, I'm not the biggest vampire fan. I'm not against it. I just, I'm not as in as indulged in it as like yeah. a lot of people. And I have nothing against anybody that is.
3: This show is, it, it has its moments. It's kind of silly to some degree. The credits but... are awesome. What's that?
2: The credits, the credits are always oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. saying something about the show. I want to do bad things with you. Yeah, and I like Blah. the song. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Oh my god.
1: That's the best thing about the show. <laughs> well,
2: no. Not really. You're not encouraging me to go see this. No. Eric Norman. You can always look forward to that score in the <laughs> yeah. opening scene. I scenes think I'd rather watch okay. Supernatural. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Speaking of supernatural. <laughs> oh,
2: fuck. oh, you fucking said it, dude. At
1: Pandora's box, here we go. Uh yeah, dude.
3: I, I, I want to see the show go further, but this last couple episodes have been so shitty. You right. said this
2: pretty much this whole last season that it came out. Been yeah, pretty, they're right? they're
1: dropping the ball hardcore.
2: They dropped it right through the
1: floor, really? in my mind. Well, I think they kind of did that on the first episode, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> or you know,
3: they dropped the ball when they showed the credits. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm
3: not a fan. No, it's okay, dude. It's cool. I Just this season, man, It's uh, they, they've done so much with the shows. They've gone... Beyond the realm of comprehension. Beyond the and veil?
0: Like,
3: <laughs> they've gone beyond the veil. But where do you go from beyond that? Where do you go from the, the previous? Uh, uh, a little bit of a spoiler, okay. La 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 and God reconciling his differences with Lucifer. You mentioned that before, uh, and them all coming together to def- to to fight and do things. Is that like
2: a, the Thanksgiving episode where they all sit down <laughs> bre- at the bread. table? Yeah. So,
3: so, but what I'm saying is, like, where do you go from that to like?
1: Now it's like Lucifer again. I think I think it, the, maybe the better route that they should go is just shutting it down.
2: <laughs> you know,
1: What button you know, do I hit for cancel?
2: What, what I don't like about super, well, what Supernatural's become is that it used to be like... Every week it was like a different monster. Okay. A different oh, story.
3: Yeah. You're, you're right, dude.
2: And now it's just kind of like... Well, they're they, trying to do the over-arc. Right, now yeah. they just kind of focus on one main antagonist <laughs> and it's always about that story. Do you want to
1: know why? It's because of successful shows like... Breaking Bad, and all these other shows that are like dramas, they figured they could do this long arc, you know, The Walking Dead. They're like, people are into horror again. We should totally bring it back. See, but they
2: used to do that. They used to have one main story arc that was always kind of in the background. Sure, but but if, each week was a different kind of scenario. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: I mean, they, they, they had that arc, but they still had the one-offs here and there that were fun. Right. right. But you're right. This season, so far, I think they've had one
1: episode that was a one-off. Everything else has been the over-arc, which is fucking stupid. They tried to do that with X-Files, too. And the best episode out of all those X-Files and the new ones was the one that was the one-off. Really? That was it. It's like, those shows were designed to have a very minimal arcing story about his father and shit. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, you don't... You don't... I, I think... You, you mean You're taking sister. a formula... That worked, and then changing it because of the current times. I get it. It makes sense on paper. But I think if you're a fan of something like Supernatural, which, God bless you,
2: <laughs> then
1: you want to see the original way that it was done. Right. So, I mean, the people that are going to watch it, they're trying to grab in new fans, you know, and they thought they could be wittier, clever.
2: Well, it's funny they bring up X-Files because they they kept their their formula like X-Files for, like, the longest time until, like, maybe these last couple of seasons that have just kind of fell off. Right. Yeah, it's pretty sad.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you guys watch it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We don't know why because you won't fucking sit down and watch it. I'm
1: just teasing.
2: I always tease them about this. Oh, dude, no,
3: And you should always tease me about it. Yeah,
1: I don't mind. It's, It's fun. But there, I, there, I really
3: don't know I can't say but know. I would I would love to have an episode where you talk about TV horror because sure. there's a
1: lot of stuff with Supernatural that's very smart I'd like oh to talk God. about if um, you want to do a Supernatural episode I'll try <laughs>
3: You're but, like I'll but, show up and then first I'll of check all, out.
1: You call it a TV show episode. It's going to be a supernatural show episode.
2: <laughs> period. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, there's I, a couple out there. I still haven't seen like Channel Zero and fucking the. Exorcist. Oh, I gotta see that. Dude. Channel
1: Zero. I kind of give up on. I'm not going to say it's good or bad because I just kind of got bored. How many episodes did
2: you get in? Two or three. Oh,
1: I mean, I, I feel like that's somewhat fair. Yeah. It just didn't really grab me. It didn't compel me. I would say
2: five would probably be the turning point.
1: I mean, I'll give it a shot. I'll finish it when I've got, like, I've exhausted all other more entertaining options. I got to see it, though. I've, I've heard it's good. All right. <laughs> I think it's about that time, guys. Oh, my God. horse I want to say that we did do two contests, but we had actually good, a pretty good turnout. We had, I think it was like ten or eleven entries. So we have at least ten or eleven people listening to the show. Yeah, at least. But no, <laughs> you gotta understand. And and guys, by the way, from our side of the microphone and 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 your side of the speakers, it's hard for us to know if there's uh if there's. I mean, we see the numbers. And we know that people are listening. Mm-hmm. And especially on like Horror Amino and stuff, people will comment and stuff. That shit means the fucking world to us. Oh, well, yeah. It's because
3: a lot of time doing this kind of creative stuff, whether it's this, music or film or anything, you're right. not getting paid money. So your payment your, uh, is feedback.
1: Yeah. It's almost it, like standing on a corner playing a guitar or something. Yeah. And then if someone stops and listens, you know what I mean? Yeah. just Even somebody taking two seconds out of their day to be like, awesome
3: is like, oh, now, yeah. now I have a boner for the rest of the day. <laughs> it's so incredibly cool, man, when people take the time. it's the, If it weren't for people listening to the show and fans, it, it wouldn't be worth
2: doing.
1: Right. And, right. and part of doing horror shots for us is just to kind of kind of reach out to you guys and kind of get to communicating with you guys, because we love
2: you. That, and we like to get fucked up. Well, we're going to get yeah. fucked
1: up regardless. Right, so right. Can, Here are a few people that did do, I'll go over the horror holiday, uh, holiday horror shots that someone mm. came up with. Um, first, the Buzzkill podcast says, those guys, what? well, he prefers it with saying, being that the last horror shot you guys took with mine was vomit inducing, I tried to make something more pleasant for the holidays. If you guys don't remember, we did a, um, what was it? Alien fuckery. Oh, yeah, they the did the, uh, Robert's bouquet. They crunched up, yeah. fruit loops in it or whatever. And, and this is the cool thing. I never mentioned this, or I think maybe we did, but they told us a shot to do. He was like, here, do this shot for Robert's bouquet and I'll do it if you actually do it. And I was like, cool. So we did it, and then they did it on their show. Anyway, so they came up with a shot called Black Christmas Cookie. It's one part, and I don't know how to say this right, but Blevod Vodka, if you can find it, he said. One part blevod Vodka, one part peppermint schnapps, and one part Rum Chata.
3: Oh, oh Rum Chata? Yeah, it's... Ins- Is that even a real thing?
1: Yeah, inspired by the part in the Black Christmas remake where Billy goes makes cookies out of his mom's skin.
3: Oh, that's a great fucking scene. Yeah,
1: I know. I was (laughs) really, I mean, some of these are really good. I'm just going to shoot through these real quick so we can get them out of the way. Another shot we got was from uh, Sin underscore Fury on Horamino. He had uh, a shot called, and it was a holiday shot called Christmas on Your Ass. And that was one part eggnog, one part green absinthe, one part peppermint vodka, red dye, whipped cream to top with chocolate sprinkles. Uh, our buddy Vash came up with a horror shot called North Pole Dancing, <laughs> <laughs> and it was peppermint schnapps, vodka, gin, sugar rim, and shoot under a mistletoe.
3: Also, it cost $20 for like two to three minutes. <laughs> yeah. I know, right?
1: We also had another shot from uh, our, our, one of our friends on Horror Amino, um, Tired Apple Star. She put Ginger Dead Men. Two shots of gin, muddled with a large slice of fresh ginger, a dash of ground clove, nutmeg, vegan eggnog, and crumbled ginger snap cookies. So it's extra chunky. We got one from Freddy Alvarez, Midori and Cranberry, Tinsel Time, he calls it. Uh, Rum chata and nutmeg, dirty horchata. I think that was it for the holiday one. So we'll go on to the Santa ones real quick. I know this is kind of a long part here, guys, but I'm just trying to, I want to give everybody... You know, we appreciate that these people submitted and took their time out. Yeah, so dude. I want to at least give our props to those people. Right. We had Kyle from the Laughing Horror Podcast. Mm-hmm. He did Santa's sweaty jingle balls.
3: <laughs> That's a good one, dude. <laughs> uh,
1: a shot of gin, a pinch of salt, grenadine for color, <laughs> uh, topped with whipped cream to create the ball of Santa's hat. And that's the sweaty Santa's Sweaty I like that you put balls. salt in her to make sure you you could taste the sweat. Right. Uh, Marsha Miller came up with a horror shot called Santa's Cum. Uh, of course. I think these people know us too well. Yeah, they? I think she does for sure. Uh, one shot of Peppermint Vodka, one shot of Bailey's, one shot of Captain Morgan. Uh, we got one from your brother, Pat, Woo. called the Santapede, based off the... <laughs> The human centipede. It's a water
3: sport shot? <laughs> no,
1: human centipede shot. No, I, you didn't get oh, the joke. Oh, no. Centipede? Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, wa- I think it's a double entendre. <laughs> anyway, his shot is called Santipede. Three shots, Goldschlager, Jaeger, peppermint schnapps. Uh, Jaeger must be in the middle. Uh, it's the shit-in-your-mouth drink. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I don't know about that So one. that's
1: from David McDonald, Jr., um, and Just then so Daniel Sprinkle came up with, but it says one part cream de cacao. I never know how to say that shit, so don't hate me. Cacao. He said the clear kind, the white version, not the brown. Two parts Stoli vanilla vodka. <laughs> Two parts Stoli vanilla vodka, splash of grenadine for color, top with whipped cream, garnish with a cherry. He actually took a picture and actually took the shot. That was our runner up, actually. Oh. So... Uh, just because he went a little bit extra there. The last one is our contestant winner, and this one comes from Horomino Bloody Kisses. So, Bloody Kisses, congratulations. Woo! I
2: was just actually listening to that album in the car. Uh, yeah. Oh,
1: Bloody yeah. Bloody Kisses, dude.
2: yeah. Um, it's like loving the dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she came up with Saint Nick's Pickle Dick. <laughs> Which we thought, he's just giggly right there alone. Uh, It's uh, one part Jägermeister, one part peach schnapps, one part cranberry juice. Shake it up with ice and pour it in a shot glass. After you shoot it, hit it with a pickle back. So I'm assuming she means snap a pickle in our mouths after it. I got a pickle. (laughs) So we got pickles here, guys. That needs to be tickled. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And after, uh, there's going to be a twist to this that Mike came up with. We're not going to mention it yet. Yeah, I, I, had gonna... an, I, I had an idea around 2 in the morning. I'll save it. It's the greatest idea
3: ever
2: created. <laughs> well, most ideas come to you at 2 o'clock in the morning anyways, right? <laughs>
3: yeah, either that or when you're uh, taking a dump or in the right. shower. It's a,
2: kind or of sexually
1: experimental. <laughs> I like to have a good time. But, uh, so let's go ahead and pour these shots. We already, we already mixed it up. Looks like a hard night of, uh, Filiberto's. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so let's get the pickles out. Not
2: our dicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's pull the pickles out of the jar.
2: Oh, right. God, I don't even like... Are, they, are these, I uh, saw Mike, he's eyeballing that big one right there. <laughs> the one you're rubbing uh, intensely. Oh,
3: Jesus Christ. All right, we're gonna are have Are these, like,
2: uh, uh, kosher, or are these, uh, uh sweet pickles? The are they're kosher. kosher.
3: Fuck, I hate kosher pickles.
2: All right, so uh, now, uh, you can take a big old bite of it, dude. So here's the thing: I can't even reach my fingers in here to get them out. You know what's funny about these pickles? They say kosher, but they it doesn't look like they've been snipped to me.
3: <laughs> How was she gonna say that? <laughs> this one looks like a
1: cock. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like it has foreskin. Christ's sake! I wouldn't be eating this shit if it's got foreskin on it. Uh, it's not you, hey, last I like. Night, it all, it I like
3: it body. has all the uh, bumps on it. The bumps are what uh, gives a good feeling. <laughs>
2: It looks like yours has been caught in the door. Or something. Okay, put the jar, put the lid
1: on that. By the way,
2: I just—I i don't want an one accident that looks like in a here. Small
1: person, I would be pissed if my room smelled like fucking vinegar for a fucking week. <laughs> Did you douche in here, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it smells like summertime.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> summer,
1: summer, summer Summertime. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and try to record this with you guys. Uh, I'm gonna get them first, and they're probably gonna. But here's the catch. Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell us what we're going to do with St. Nick's Pickle Dick shot. Okay, so I had this idea around 2 in the
3: morning. Uh, it was. I was kind of drunk. I woke up. I, I pissed my wife off because she was like, I woke her up. She was trying to think of an idea for a a a, a horror shot in regards to the uh, pickles or not pickles into a Santa. And she's like, oh, we need a shot about uh, no 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 no. <laughs> she's like, we need a shot about like a uh, Santa's little helper. And I'm like, oh okay, I can I can see that. And I'm like, what about something called like a like a reach around. But it would be called a wreath around because it's it's a holiday shot. So and I go. The idea is that we need to administer a shot to a buddy from behind.
2: <laughs> so it's the wreath around.
1: Okay, Here's so we spill
2: my shit. So so
1: this is how this works, guys. We're gonna take the shot. We're gonna take bloody kisses, St. Nick's pickle dick shot. Bad boy with a wreath around. So it's like a bonus. Uh, it's always a bonus. This is super homoerotic, but <laughs> helping a brother out yes uh but we're totally cool with that so we're gonna, we're going to just we see like what all happens all our fans. are we going
2: to do like the classy like thing where like you know when couples are in love they kind of like do the wrap arm thing
1: well <laughs> you're probably gonna g- gonna stick it in his throat and out again so kind of like this <laughs> <laughs> he may get thrush <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, are these pickles clean, by the way? Did you... I don't know. <laughs> are are you... they clean? What do you mean? Well, I don't
3: clean? see any foreskins, so they're clean enough. All
1: right, guys. So let's you do the shot. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. He's yeah. dipping it.
2: You wanna, yeah, I'll get, I'll put, I feel like I'm at TGI Fridays, yours, dude. Oh my god! Because yours is mine, and mine is. Are we like feeding each other? Or it's what like
1: we they have one pickle. <laughs> now touch pickles real what? quick. <laughs> We're, we're fucking immature idiots.
3: <laughs> Being gay is not immature.
1: No. This is brotherly love, man. <laughs> With a pickle. You guys ready to play hide the pickle? I mean, do you want to take St. Nick's... Uh, never mind. Just take the shot. Okay, so shoot the, shoot the shot, then shoot uh, the
2: eat shot. the
3: pickle? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: This is so Are bad. we feeding each other? <laughs> what? Yeah, you're going to feed I, each I, yeah, other. Yeah, we can't
3: do a reach around. We'll just do like... No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. You're doing the fucking reach around. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll like, just feed him. I mean, I don't need to no, get him no, from No, behind. no, 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 yeah. yeah, you have to feed him from behind.
2: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, now I gotta oh, move shit. my mic, cause then we're gonna fuck this shit up. <laughs> okay, so we should shoot our shot, then eat the pickle. Yeah, and see,
1: oh. I got it on camera, and we could get I, this in
2: there. Here, hold my pickle. <laughs> what? You, oh yeah, I, I gotta move my thing. I don't want to fucking. <laughs> Jesus. All right, my arm's getting tired of holding this, cause I'm holding the pickle
1: in one hand.
2: Just keep keep it going. I'm almost there. All right, hurry up. <laughs> All right, ready?
1: Yeah. All right, take the shot. Don't feed it in front. You gotta feed it from behind. Turn your chair around, Pat. There you go. Back her up, slow and easy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's my he
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's got it on his shirt. <laughs>
3: He's got to keep the uh, keep his, the tip for later.
1: It went in his pocket. All right, All right this is going to be tough, because I'm not
3: am not into kosher pickles. All right.
2: Wait, what? Let me go the side. Wait, right, oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is so fucking weird. All right, I'm going to set my pickle down for a second here. Yeah,
3: those pickles are tasty.
1: I don't want you to touch my ass. <laughs> Who's going to give me the pickle? I think we should both do it. Like, pickle. Oh, oh get
3: another pickle. We'll do two pickles. Yeah. You can't no, both. Pickle.
1: You can't both give it to me. Oh, you can't do- is holding the camera. Oh, well, I, is this like a I've POV? Done this, I've done this. <laughs> is this You a need POV? two pickles, dude. Is this a POV porn shot?
2: Yeah, two pickles, one dude. <laughs>
1: uh, is this really what we've become? <laughs> This is what we've become, folks. So bloody kisses. I hope you've enjoyed this. All right, so I'm gonna take it. So I gotta turn around. You're gonna dude, you gonna, dude? If you give me another
3: pickle, because I no, no, really no, no. Here, here, here. We need double pickles.
1: Just, I hope you weren't scratching your balls or ass when you did this. I'm only taking the tip. I like this pickle. Look how bulbous it is. Head yeah. on it. <laughs> oh, don't touch it, dude. All right, ready?
3: Turn around, dude. All right, take your wreath around. <laughs> Where's your, uh, your? Get your pickle, in, there, dude.
1: <laughs> Pickles? <laughs> Did you just fucking give it to me? <laughs> I give it to? Yeah, give it to. Oh, uh. <laughs>
2: dude, that was weird.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird, dude. Oh. All right. With summer camp all over
3: again. <laughs> There's one time at summer camp, I put pickles in my mouth. All right,
1: guys. I don't know what the fuck we're doing anymore. We've lost oh, our minds. You've just joined Hardwire. <laughs> Is this what you guys do? Is this your coronation? <laughs> it's like, except it's not pickles.
2: <laughs> it's tickles. All right, so... Uh, one more, one more shot here uh, that I have in my docket.
1: Well, wait. First of all, congratulations, Bloody Kisses! Thank you so much for everybody who's been a part of this, Bloody Kisses. I'm gonna hit you up on Horror Amino through the uh, for the podcast page. I'll send you like a one-on-one in or a uh, chat, and then we'll get you out like one Blu-ray, one DVD, and one CD of your choice.
2: And don't yeah. forget the special gift that I brought for. Ooh. Oh
1: yeah, he bought you a Christmas pickle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Which it's all is sparkly.
1: quite suggestive. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so what do you got, Pat? Pat wants so, to
2: do another shot, so we're going to get fucked oh, up today. All right, so when I was looking for, uh, see if I had any peach schnapps, I looked on my liquor cabinet and uh, I had shit. But somehow I had like five shooters or four shooters on there. I didn't know where they came from. They were all different. And I was like, I have an idea for a shot. Oh. Nobody knows what's in the sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. We feel around just to make sure
1: there's no bumps in it. Now. Right, right.
2: You got you to gotta be safe now.
1: Right. It's, it's so responsible. we call
2: it Santa's sack.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna be putting Santa's sack in our
2: mouth. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. All right, now uh, hand me the shaker. This is it probably anything.
1: bottom shelf like, like poopski. I don't know. What the <laughs> it could fuck? be like a, it's caca.
3: The schmegma.
1: <laughs> like a dingleberry. Santa's schmegma lobe. <laughs> could be anything, dude. Oh, you're getting I not, ready. <laughs> I am not looking forward to your surprise Santa sack.
2: <laughs> Santa sack. Ooh, it's it's bursting with joy. It's just a bunch of saline you know, solution. It's all Whenever salty. we
1: do horror shots, at least I tell you what's in it. I take you out to dinner first. You're just shoving it right in. At least I buy you dinner. By the yeah. way, that other shot wasn't too bad, I guess. No, it wasn't. I thought it tasted all. pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. All I taste is pickle. Mm-hmm. Now, well, yeah, I now I, all you... I can taste is regret. <laughs> 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 well, get ready. Get ready. I all
3: I can taste is pickle.
1: Tastes like regret. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Santa's cum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh,
3: dude. Really? Dude.
1: Why is it gonna be so milky? Dude, why is you... it gonna be like sour sour milk?
2: <sighs> all right, bring it in, guys. Let's it's, do it. it.
3: This is what happens when you. Uh... Uh, whatever, I'm an alcoholic. Fuck you, I Patrick.
2: Guess. All right, do it. Suck it.
3: Oh. Ooh, ooh. Gulp. Yeah.
1: That was tasty. It's like yellow party <laughs> in <Ooh>. my mouth. <laughs> drink that shit, Mike. You gotta
3: drink it, Mike. I, I'm gonna drink it, man. You I'm... well,
1: you keep talking about it. Come on. Gulp? Mmm. Tasty. He's always tricking us with that shit. It. It's, okay, I will do, do it. Do it. I don't even try to taste that stuff.
3: There you go. <coughs> <laughs>
1: I had to make sure I got in there. I really thought you were going to throw up there. Okay, so what was in that shot? Tequila Rose Strawberry. Oh, you asshole. Ugh. Epic Cake. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's vodka. Absolute Raspberry. Absolute dick face. He poured half shots, dude. What an asshole. And Amaretto
3: D'Amour. He was just like... I have all this old shit in my cupboard that I want to get rid of.
1: That's it for horse shots, guys! Uh, Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah! Okay, there's this special thing I need to talk about. It's the news, you dickbags! Here is the fucking news! One thing, which is actually uh, interesting and pretty important, and I know you've already been supporting it, uh, Alex, but I think I want to talk about because it it's really important. Sure, Dread Central, right? Uh, needing a the, with their Patreon page,
1: right? Yeah, that's uh, if you guys haven't heard, there's a big thing going on with Dread Central, and I'm sure some of you have. Carpenter, John Carpenter, in one of their videos, yeah, which is insanely cool. There's a lot of actors and everything, but. The gist of it is they've gone rogue from the corporate conglomerate type thing. And they've always been supportive of themselves. Okay. So they've tried to generate money for themselves for over about 10 years now. They want to go publicly funded from Patreon
0: wow. to
1: do the, no a f- ad-free environment. A lot of people would complain about the ads on Dread Central and shit. Uh, it doesn't bother me. But, you know, that's what you got to do. When you guys, when you run a website, shit's not free. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shit... To have a lot of people working for you and to keep a a tight ship like a website running smoothly and being able to turn some money to pay people for their work, it takes a lot.
3: Yeah, I mean I was thinking about this earlier and I was mentioning it to you. I mean not just the physical uh, costs involved with the actual website. Right. But like you said, the people. Right. Because they need to go out, do the interviews – Collect the information, all that kind of stuff.
1: So they're going to be doing a Patreon page, uh, and really, it, what it comes out to, and if you guys aren't familiar with Patreon, is it's essentially a, a monthly subscription where you sign up to do to support something. Um, some of it is kind of like Kickstarter in the fact that if you pick different levels for what you pay each month, you get certain perks. Like with the dollar perk, it's pretty much just to help keep the website up. Yeah, with the five dollar perk, you get. Um, access to their public um, chat rooms and stuff so um, and then the ten dollar you get like a car decal and as it goes higher and higher and higher it gets all the way up to like a thousand dollars a month we'll get they're like you know what we'll just just pick something that you want within reason, and we'll get it for you. They're trying to get money from the community, and uh, I know I personally will be. I don't know, iPad is too. I know. Uh, I, I would. I would like to do it. It's a dollar a month, so essentially you're paying twelve bucks to help keep a good website. It's just out.
3: cool because it's. Uh, we've pulled information off there before.
1: Right. For news. We and, always do, yeah. And
3: and not only uh, even part of this website, my own personal shit.
1: Right. I've gone to the website. It's it's
3: fucking cool. And
1: well, well, they're one of the first ones that I used to, I used to go to. Yeah. I mean, there's other websites, obviously that that we go and visit. Yeah, for sure. But Dread Central's been around and been a mom and pop store pretty much for horror, and they've done everything on their own without being swallowed up by some corporate entity, which essentially takes all the control away from all the creative people. Yeah most times literally a dollar a month but we'll put the links below so that you can check out the patreon page see what some of the perks are and everything uh and then we'll also put the link to the article that they put up and the video which has you know john carpenter they have that lady from yeah. uh, insidious she's in she's like the older lady that's always in all the ghost movies now did you notice She's in it. All these other people are in it. And obviously it goes to show you that they really do appreciate the website. And if you're a horror fan and you got a little extra, a dollar goes a long way. They're already at around, I think, 2000 a month, which is probably paint peanuts yeah. to a crew of 20, 30 people right. that work practically free every yeah. single day. I, I
3: hope they make it, man. It's a, it's a good website. Right. I agree. Yeah, so cool.
1: if you guys have a little bit of extra, please do go out there and support it. We are all going to support it. I think I might even do $5 a month just to be a part of the public chat room. Uh, what else do we got for news, though, Mike? Uh, something else, which is... a. Uh, I'm going to lean on
3: you, because I've been kind of lazy lately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on, uh, on Patrick, uh, didn't we talk about Reznor's new albums that we were thinking about talking about?
2: Yeah, Reznor is supposedly supposed to be releasing a new album before the year's up. But and, it, it, well, I mean, that's af- like, what, 17 days?
3: Well, is it as uh, Nine Snails? Is it like a solo thing, Resner? Or is this another one of the things with his wife? That he does. Oh, oh no,
2: it's definitely not how to destroy angels. How to destroy angels. Yeah, uh, but um,
1: which was essentially what he
2: had how said... to recreate
1: Trent Reznor. <laughs> <laughs> how to destroy your fan base. <laughs> how to be like Trent Reznor Actually, but put you know female what? vocals let's, over let's it. Be, let's come on. It changed the second album. I'm not lying.
2: I'm going to be honest, but How to Destroy Angels is actually a really good band. No, it, I saw them live. They do a great show. I
1: love the first one. I'm not a big fan of the second one, but they, you know, she took more control over the second, second one, one yeah, right. than he did. And that's like her own brand now.
2: Well, I, I think he, after he heard what people said about the first album, she kind of He pays wanted, attention. Yeah.
1: He needs to get back on the drugs, dude.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I th- my personal opinion is that Trent Reznor has always worked by himself. Yeah. Always. Even when it comes to recording, he records everything himself. But now he's been working with Atticus Ross, and that's when it seems like it has turned for the worst. For me, anyways.
1: Well, I mean, how much can you do? Well, see, you say turn for the worst, but you're looking for a specific soundtrack. I him. am. I, I, so that's that, like, you're so, trying yeah. to basically use an old, tired thing that he's probably bored as fuck with.
2: Right. You know what I mean? Like. And it's only natural for artists to evolve. An experiment. And experiment. Artists aren't always going to feel the same way about you know right. their music, and and they they should grow. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And I'm, I'm saying just saying like, this, I don't personally dig it as much as I dig his older stuff.
1: Whether it's a synth, metal, like rap, whatever, you have to be experimental, right, and try to be original a little bit because it's like, yeah, you risk losing some of your fans, but you also risk making a really amazing sound, right. So, well,
2: I also thing, another thing is I, I I just think he works better by himself right
1: well i just think he's just used to working with himself so what is it he's doing a new album for nine inch nails or for nine inch nails
2: yeah it's good with atticus ross with atticus ross of course he's i think every album he's released since year zero has been with atticus ross okay
1: i've kind of stopped paying attention to a lot of his stuff to be honest yeah same here i mean i i enjoyed it like when i was a kid i i listened to pretty hate machine and i was like blown away you know right I love yeah. that shit. You know he, what?
2: He actually, he worked as a janitor to pay for his studio time uh, at fucking that record company. And
1: I heard that he also stole uh, sounds.
2: Uh, yes, I've heard the same thing. Like he oh, actually shit. went to their keyboard, popped
1: out their fucking...
3: Oh, I've heard that too. Yeah,
1: I don't know. That was earlier on than Downward
2: Spiral, though. Doom had just won oh, soundtrack dude. for a year. Best uh, game soundtrack. Mick Gordon. Yeah, and you you recently had a run up running with him on Twitter, right? Yeah,
1: well... I, Some one of our fans in Black Ops wrote me and said, oh, man, I always turn the music down in Doom to play Black Ops music while I'm playing it because it goes perfectly with it. And I didn't respond right away, but I came back to Twitter and was like, oh, I'm going to write this guy. So I said, you know what? I'm hugely (laughs) honored to be in the same sentence as Doom. But what Mick Gordon did, and I tagged him in it, is amazing. And it's absolutely perfect. Oh, it is, and he was like he wrote back and was like, "I'm amazed to be in the same sentence as Black Ops, dude." Like, and he actually kind of knows. I mean, it would That's make crazy, sense. Dude. Like, he it's probably... crazy that you have fans.
3: <laughs> I, I don't. I don't no, no.
1: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> Truth comes that out. That sounds bad. That sounds like jealousy.
3: <laughs> well, I don't want to say jealousy, but it's like I've I've always really dug. What you've done with Black Ops, I think it's very cool. Thanks. It's because it's very. Um, I'm pulling my dick out. Hold on. <laughs>
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Because
3: really, some of the shit you've done with Black Ops is fucking really cool.
1: But no, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That's no, it's awesome, dude. But yeah, no, I thought it was really cool, though, that Mick wrote it. I was like very honored. That's you know very what I mean? Cool, like, and it, and it seems like he's just a very cool guy. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So uh, maybe hopefully we could try to get him on somehow. It'd be cool to have like a, a music in games and movies and shit like that and maybe talk about that because i know that he would be able to talk rounds about that shit so maybe we can try that sometime see if you'll do it yeah one of the news that uh that i found was that friday the 13th the game pc beta Mm. they're having the beta in december now so it's going to be friends and family beta between 12 18 and 12 19 doesn't say if it's pacific standard time or not, but then they got the pre-order closed beta from the 20th to the 23rd which just so happens to be around the time that I'm going to be gone so I know I'm like, fuck, so I'm going to miss the beta pretty much, I might be able to get a day in if you guys haven't already, go to the Friday the 13th on Twitter to check that out if you did pre-order the game, you're going to be playing it real soon, and I'm going to be really fucking jealous of you, so Wes Keltner if you're listening buddy got to hook up a friends and family, please. I'm fucking... I'm so excited for this. Um, but other than that, that's it for the news. The news. Okay, guys. So... Normally, we do our new releases here, but I think since we kind of went on a little bit of a tangent about a million different things and did like four, like two different shots, so we're just gonna go right into the flesh and potato. Flesh and potato! Right, so now it's time to kick it off with our crazy Santa, Santa crazy, mm. Santa crazy <laughs> oh Man, I love Santa <laughs> so much. There's a lot of uh, sexually charged Santa <clears throat> movies that we watched, I think.
2: Oh, yeah, there was a lot of like a
1: lot of people started off getting killers by being <clears throat> watching their mom get nailed sexed by up. Santa Yeah, or oh, some yeah. sort of like
2: weird shit. Yeah,
1: I think I saw one called uh,
3: Christmas Slay. Uh, it, it, either, uh, Santa I, I, Sleigh, you mean? Santa Sleigh or Christmas Sleigh, I'm not quite sure. I don't quite remember. Wait, was well, we it that I, British one you were talking about earlier? Yeah, yeah, I saw a Santa couple. Santa Sleigh, yeah, yeah. S-E-S-L-E-I-G-H. Was it? Yeah, it was Santa okay. Sleigh. Okay, I did see a couple. I saw three. That's one I saw. Uh, it was very, um, eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about it a little it bit. Was, uh, I, I, I could tell you about it. It was an hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> of pure hell? <laughs> it wasn't.
1: It was okay. What's the premise? Because uh, you were we were supposed to watch Santa Slay S L A Y with Goldberg. I know what I wrestler, up. I but fucked he didn't up and know saw the wrong one. Yeah,
3: yeah, uh, I, but that's my fault.
1: The one that we were supposed to watch is the 2005 Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg, who is a famous wrestler. I did watch wrestling back in the day, but Goldberg plays Santa <clears> in this movie, and it's fucking awesome that he does. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's not a great movie, but the premise is is that uh, Santa Claus is actually a demon. He's Satan's son, who lost a bet with an angel, who he thinks is a real person, just a man, a regular man. Right. They do a shuffle, what is it called? Shuffle? A truffle shuffle? Oh,
2: no. What? It? No, no, no. It's, it's where the... they throw
1: the puck on the ice. Like and the it big...
3: has, like, a handle on top. Oh, you mean where they have to, like... Like, uh, make it warm yes. in front of it. They they sweep in front of it and shit. Oh, God, what is it called? A wasted time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old people stuff. <laughs> I
1: forget. I know what you're talking about, though. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, they do this bet, and he says, you know, if you could get it to the, to the edge of this hole, if I beat you, then you have to be good for 100 years. It was longer than that. Was it a thousand years? Was, yeah. Yeah, it was a thousand years. And, and he was like, okay. So he does it, and he knocks, uh, the santa claus's thing into the hole and then wins the bet basically for a thousand years he has to basically begrudgingly give gifts and be happy and nice for a thousand years and finally a thousand years later the curse is broke and he no longer has to be happy anymore so it is santa going out and gleefully killing people with the (laughs) biggest one-liner bullshit you know what i mean Hulk Hogan-style fucking one-liners.
2: It was really good, though.
1: I liked it, man. Like I, I got to see it, man. I, I want to see it. Bill Goldberg playing Santa, he did all of his stunts in the movie. Like, all of them. They had, like, Fran Drescher, um, Chris Kattan in the beginning. Uh, and they had this, like, scene where he comes down the chimney and just kills everybody. Yeah. It was fucking... And it's, like, joke after joke after joke.
2: Uh, not really good jokes or anything. Yeah, they were like the really bad one like Real jokes. tongue-in-cheek, yeah. like
1: silly. I don't know. Instead of using reindeers in the movie, they used a big buffalo.
2: Right, and and it, you got to remember his sleigh was all Nordic and shit. Remember, it had all the Viking right. shields on the side of it.
1: Yeah, because they wanted to make him like an ancient Norse god or some shit. Mm. You know, a demon or whatever. But yeah, they, they used a the, the buffalo in it instead of reindeer uh, because they couldn't afford to get a bunch of reindeer or make animatronic ones or anything like that. <laughs> So they use his big-ass buffalo, and he. I think at, even in one point, he's like, on Dasher, on Prancer, like to this one buffalo, which makes no sense. <laughs> they even at one point, just to shoot the scene where he's like f- sitting on the back of the sleigh and flying with it, they hoisted up the buffalo, Bill Goldberg, who's like 300 pounds, with the buffalo and the sleigh. So it was like 2,000 pounds up on all these wires while they shot this. And it's just kind of crazy that they were able to do that. Anything you remember impre- about the, sh- the movie?
2: I remember the whole movie, but I think my favorite scene is uh, where he ends up going to the strip club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I guy, heard about this scene. Oh, dude. it was so great. So uh, the guy stops him at the front door. He's like, what's your business here, fat man? He's like, I'm here to stock some stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean uh, stuff some stocking. Stuff some stocking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Mess that up.
1: what does he say though like he comes in and they're all like freaked out and he's like ho ho ho's everywhere or Ah! something like that
2: (laughs) so stupid right the whole fight scene that occurs inside that bar was just dude he did all
1: of the stunts in this movie man yeah it was pretty good he was like
2: all about it dude like remember when he hands that the that metal rod to that guy and the guy was kind of confused about it. Oh, and then he kicks it. It, it up. And he kicks it up to the fucking, the light, was, the light oh, lamp or whatever. Right. And it, like, electrocutes him. Right. Oh, great.
1: Yeah, there was some pretty good choreography in that. Yeah. <clears throat> the director, writer, David Steinman, S-T-I-E-M-A-N, he was pretty much a production crew guy. He was never a director, never did anything about, never did anything with anything else ever again. This was his first and only movie that he ever directed. That's
2: kind of sad because I like his style.
1: I thought he was okay. Yeah. I think I don't think it did real well, and I think like the story goes is that, and I can't remember the producer's name offhand now, but they were sitting on a plane together and they were working on another movie, and so he was like, "This is the perfect time that I could pitch this Santa sleigh movie," <laughs> and he can't get anywhere away from me, so he sat and like pitched this idea to him, and the guy, the producer, liked it. And he was like, yeah, this is crazy, man. He's like, we should make it, and you're going to direct it. And so he fucking directed it. And you could see that, like, when I was watching the behind-the-scenes stuff, you can tell that the producer and him have, like, this father-son sort of, or brotherly love, I guess you <laughs> want to call it. All right. But he was kind of a dick to the director a lot of times. He was like, yeah, he had these crazy fucking ideas, you know. Like, <laughs> and I'm sure it's just him being fun and camaraderie and such, but... I thought it was cool that he cornered him on the plane, basically. Right. That's, that's some ballsy shit right For there. For sure. Because <laughs> he could have gotten fired off that fucking set, dude. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, Or the fucking movie that he was working right.
2: on. W- another thing that was cool about that movie, it was shot in, like, what, 2005?
1: Yeah, it was. Well, it was probably shot in, like, 2004.
2: Right. But it felt like, an, like you were saying to me, like a, like an early 90s movie.
1: What would you say that you would give it a score of? 7.5. Really? That's pretty high, dude.
2: Yeah, really? All right.
1: I would say 6.5, 7, 7 probably. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with a 7. It's still Strong pretty close, so it, regardless, you know. Yeah, it was. it's funny, but it's it's so stupid, it's funny kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, I can't believe they're doing that this. You
2: could throw on and not necessarily pay attention to. Yeah, it's not something that you got to fucking
1: devote some time right. to. Right. You guys watched another movie that came out in 2015. Yeah, Christmas Horror Story. Oh. That was directed by three different directors, by the way. That was Grant Harvey, Stephen Hoban, and Brett Sullivan. It had some cool points to it, though. I didn't know it was an anthology.
2: Yeah, it was I didn't a, know. It was because like, they was seamlessly it put it together. Was it three or four different stories?
1: Yeah, it's three. Well, yeah, it there's was... three directors, and they usually only do that with anthologies. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah,
1: because that's way too many minds on one movie. You know what <laughs> I mean? They were really interwoven, and the story basically takes place on Christmas Eve, apparently. And I've seen this movie. I just didn't watch it with you guys this time. It's a uh, take place on Christmas Eve, as told by one festive radio host, played by none other than William Shatner. Captain Kirk. Uh, uh, Captain, I had a part in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a, never mind. I'll just shut up about that because I don't want to get into that
2: world. Yeah, let's drop it. We've Uh, been there. But
1: a family brings home more than the Christmas tree and a student documentary becomes a living nightmare. A Christmas spirit terrorizes and Santa slays evil, uh, a.k.a. Krampus.
3: Two things I want to say about this film. Okay. All right. Uh, number one, I'm not a big fan of uh, anthologies. Right. I'm not super into them. God, that, although,
2: that's really disappointing <clears throat> to hear.
3: Although I do like uh, Captain Kirk, William Shatner.
2: We got to like creep show
3: and yeah, even it. if he sucks. I know, but that, that's a one off because it's creep show, dude. Right. The Stephen King, George Romero, you know what I mean? Right. For the most part, a lot of an anthologies are kind of cheap. You know, I'm gonna pick an anthology one. Make you watch them. <laughs> 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 but. Uh, Overall, dude, the very ending of the film was uh, pretty fucking badass. Yeah, I mean it. Oh, uh, well, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler! You don't want to
2: get. Are you going to go into what the very? La- okay, you go. Ahead. Uh, no, you're
3: right. Yeah, well, you're... you you can go there if you want. Don't. I'm not. I'm not going to go. Don't. There. Don't ruin it that much.
2: Okay. Well, just let me talk say this. about generally because that's if you think about it, that's really what brought brought the whole film together.
3: Uh, but for me, though, as a as a film connoisseur, that was the crux. That was what fucking uh, maybe jizz my pants. Yeah, that was the one piece that I said, "Fuck, you know what? This is actually kind of cool." For the most part, it's a very generic, uh, nothing special
1: holiday horror thing. It felt like it had some really weird pacing issues when I For watched sure. it. Yeah. One hundred thousand oh, yeah. percent, you are correct. And I mean, not just yeah. between the different story segments, right? I mean, like just in general.
2: Personally, I I really like the Shatners scenes, like, right? They thought it was perfect. Pretty much the, the opening scene where they're talking about Santa, that stuff is all good. The two other stories that are in this film are not that great. Right. But it's worth seeing the, for the Santa story and the Shatner scenes. Other than that, it it was okay. It was fun.
1: Well, I but, don't know if I'm ruining anything, but this is all I remember of the movie because it's been a little while, is I remember that the elves get all crazy.
2: Right, they get like they get like, like, they a get zombie like zombies, virus. Yeah. yeah. And he starts
1: fighting them off, right? And with that his was cane. really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it- that was cool. I remember that because I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." But in the same regard, I remember that the that it just didn't feel right. Like right. I don't know, like it could have been so much more funny and like. I don't it know. definitely
2: could have been more epic too, because I mean, the, when when it finally comes to a head and Santa meets Krampus, because you look at the cover of this movie and it looks yeah, it's Santa awesome. fighting Krampus, That's right? Fucking You're like, this is gonna be like Jason versus fucking Freddy. This is gonna be <laughs> awesome. No,
1: Krampus looked cool. Krampus. He did.
2: It was a really good. Oh, I thought so as well. Yeah, really some really good, cool, good effects in that. Yeah. I love the part. Well, this is not giving anything away, but there's a part where he gets his horn cut off.
1: Oh, that's a great scene! And dude. Then
2: it like breaks into ice. It just I don't know. It was, it was a good cool thing, scene. Yeah,
1: I, I should. I really wish I had more time to watch it. So, I mean, what do you think overall for the movie, guys? I mean, like, what do you?
2: Four point five. Yeah, I'm, I'm really. I'm, I'm in that
1: area. It's yeah. It's because this not... because those other two
3: stories
2: just it didn't matter in dude, my humble yeah. opinion.
1: The only good thing it has is the very very ending. Okay. Next. I need to rewatch it now just because I just remember thinking like I was really excited for it before it came out and I like counted the days and the hours to see it. Wow. You had and a then really slow life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dude. Wow. I like things. <laughs> I like things and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause I'm a fan. Thanks mom. <laughs> I'm a bigger horror fan. Than you, <laughs> uh, Anyway, but yeah, no, I waited. I was really excited to see this movie. And I just felt like it kind of it kind of failed. But I didn't watch it a second time. Okay. And I really feel like if you're going to make a judgment about a movie and you're not really sure what you think about it, you should at least try to watch it twice. Right. At least I can see that. And I think I think most reviewers should probably watch a movie twice before they make their first assessment, which is my opinion. Some movies really catch you, but the, I, the first time I saw it, I wasn't thrilled by it. So, what did you So You said 4.5 Patrick? four. Point, yeah, what'd, what'd you think, Mike? Uh, in the same uh, territory. Well, at four or five, it did
3: nothing for me outside of Shatner, like me just having like a fanboy moment with him. Right. Uh, the very ending was kind of interesting. But that's not enough to carry an hour and a half that I can't get back. I don't need a movie to show me what would happen after I eat a bunch of Taco Bell. Doesn't it? They...
1: <laughs> you mean Shatner? Yeah. Shatner? <laughs> oh, my God. Enough of that. I mean, I, I did look a little research up online. The only thing I really uh, saw about it was at the end of the movie, there said no elves were harmed. <laughs> in, this film, in the making of this film.
2: That's another good thing about that movie, too. At the very end credits, it's this Shatner. Just, and he's just plowed off his mind, taking phone calls. Well, that's call, what he's best at. Listeners. He's
3: like, <laughs> Being plowed?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> getting plowed by his fans. <laughs> Come yeah. to
3: me, plant your seeds, and plow me.
1: <laughs> I like when you stick your dick. <laughs> I did watch a couple of movies that I think Pat watched a little bit of. He didn't have enough time to watch. I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, I did read some uh, a lot of cool stuff on that. But go for yeah, it. Yeah, that's from nineteen eighty four. Wow. It was directed by Charles E. Sellier Jr., who is the director of Snowballs, which is kind of like a uh, uh, a movie where uh, one guy comes into the guy's mouth.
0: and they <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Why is it always gonna be that? That's what a snowball is. Today. Yeah,
1: I know. I guess it was supposed to be like meatballs on the snow. Do you remember meatballs? It was like oh, meatballs was a great show. Yeah, or porkies or something like yeah. that. This was along those times of sort of the the sexploitative sort of mainstream yeah, movies. Yeah, but it
3: wasn't Silent and Deadly Night like really notorious. Uh, a lot of uh, female groups were like trying to like. Oh yeah, there's oh, a yeah. lot about that. But oh, before sure. I, we get into that, oh, for sure, go for it.
1: Funny thing is about the director is that he's more of a pro- uh, a producer now. And he produces a lot of Christian video paraphernalia. Um, So he does like Noah's Ark and like unexplained things and like Bible stories and shit. He produces those. Uh, So shit. So it kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it just catches me off guard. He's only directed like three movies. I think weird, man. I think he did Marauders or some shit like that. Some movies that I kind of vaguely know, but I can't remember. Also, writer Paul Cammie. He wrote both part one, Silent Night, Deadly Night and part two. (laughs) Did they wind up making like uh, like four or five of them? Or yeah, there's like five, I believe. They're, I think so. I, I it's been so long since I've watched them all. I think I watched them on like Skymax, <laughs> like years ago. <laughs> I, it, I think
3: I heard that the I never saw the uh, later ones, but did they have one? It was about uh, uh, Christmas
1: ornaments, the toys kind of would to life. kill you. Or whatever. Yeah, it was toys. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, and it was really cheesy toys. <laughs> is what I remember. I remember that he had them all in the basement. And they started attacking people.
3: Yeah, because that makes sense.
1: I don't remember. It was really 90s cheesy shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe, you know, We I haven't seen it, so I can't make an opinion about it, you no. know, in a while anyways. Basically, the story goes, after his parents are murdered, a tormented teenager goes on a murderous rampage dressed as Santa. Due to his stay at or, an orphanage where he was abused by Mother Superior. Mm. But, yeah, he sees his Parents murdered in cold blood in front of them. Like they're driving down the road on Christmas yeah. Eve,
2: the dad gets shot. And well, does the mom? His get mother like, was. Oh, sorry. Raped and killed. Yeah. Not just killed.
1: Well, yeah, but we didn't get to that point yet. All right. Well. Because before that happens, there's a Santa Claus that robs a liquor store. Right. Or just a, like a convenience store. Then he leaves and his car breaks down, I think.
3: Yeah, and the yeah. family like finds him and they want to help him out.
1: Well, no, no, they didn't want to help him. She just saw him up ahead and she was like, I don't know. Oh, it's Santa. And they're oh. like, yay, it's you Santa. I forgot
2: to mention one of the best parts. The creepy oh, old guy. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. You go, no, no, no. No, yeah, you Well, at ahead. the very beginning, before the, they go leave this house and get back onto the they road. Go, they're,
1: the reason they're out and about is because they're going...
2: Right, they were at their grandpa's house or something, right?
1: Grandpa's well, house? Well, it's not his house, he's in a home.
2: Oh, he's in a home. They're visiting his yeah, grandpa at the home.
1: Oh, is this the
3: one where he's, like, uh, comatose or whatever? Yeah, and he's,
1: like, all of a sudden just starts talking
3: to the little kid. He's like, Santa will fucking not give you toys if you're not a good
1: person or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he was like, oh, why aren't you coming home for Christmas, uh, Grandpa? And he's like, hey, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you know that Christmas, you know what happens this night? Nice. He's like, yeah, Santa comes and delivers all the toys to all the good boys and girls. Fuck. And he's like, Christmas is one of the scariest goddamn nights of the year. Yeah. It's <laughs> so where
3: you going to debt. because I did to you off. Like.
1: No, go ahead. No, but yeah, and it's like this like really weird part. And he just talks to the kid, and then the parents come back in, and he pretends he's comatose again. and it's like fuck you grandpa (laughs) but he like scars this kid a little bit so when they're driving home and they see Santa he was like no I don't want to see Santa and they're like he came look Santa's here and then he pulls out the gun and starts to shoot at him and they pull back and try to drive away but he shoots the dad somehow and then he pulls the car wreck sort of and the kid runs out across the street and then the mom gets yanked out, and, and he's like, rips her shirt open. Her breasticles are hanging out, and uh, he, like, cuts <laughs> yes, her throat. But they don't show the throat-cutting scene in that part, but they show it later on. But, yeah, so he gets scarred by this Santa. Right. Then then he goes, it does he wind up growing up later
3: and going to the uh, the uh, the home for wayward kids? or Yeah, because his parents
1: at. are dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens. He may be ba- <laughs> Batman, and that could be what his thing is. <laughs> God. Well, <laughs> oh, technically he is, because um, what scared him was Santa, and he became Santa. Santa Man? So that's technically like the Batman story, isn't it? Oh, yeah.
2: It's it's, it's, the, it's the same thing. Huh? Except for he wasn't attacked by bats.
1: No, he was attacked by Santa, though. Same thing. So he so, became what he was scared of. Yeah. Well, what are Santas specifically? What are Santas? What do you mean? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, well, here... There are guys in red suits and white... a poorly executed joke again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Go on,
1: go on, go on. I don't want to go too far into the movie, but they do a good job of kind of... Like, there's other movies that are in this genre of Santa crazy movies where they kind of do a kind of a half-ass job of portraying (laughs) why the kid's fucked up. Dude, I feel like they all do a half-ass reason. Right, but this one's sort of really... Antagonizes it did, it did the a kid. better job yeah. of it okay like it really kind of paints it like why he's gonna go crazy and like he grows up works in a store and then he goes nuts and starts killing everybody gleefully with like bow and arrow like fucking hammers fucking razors like he kills he stabs someone on a fucking deer head on a wall and you see it puncture through her chest which they kept in the remake Yes, they did bring it yeah. up actually. And I'll talk I'll mention that too. There's a couple of points that they do in that. Um, uh two the two on the deer head. Yeah, but there was oh it was <laughs> Linnea Quigley, by the way. I'm I'm slow. Sorry, go ahead. No what? Well I you
3: said I'm like, yeah, they and they kept the person getting punctured on the deer head in the remake, and you're like, yeah, I'll bring that up. I'm like, yeah, they brought up two points. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs>
3: Jesus
1: uh, Christ. <laughs> I'm all over the place here. I'm going to have another drink so I can enjoy Mike's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, poorly executed dad jokes. But, yeah, the girl that gets stabbed on it, the original movie, yeah, is Linnea Quigley, who plays the girl in Night of the Demons that bends over. Oh, dude.
2: She's in a ton of movies. Uh, Boy, that's she... the girl that like pushes like, the lipstick into her like. Booth. Yes,
1: that's the one. Right, she's a scream queen. Like she's a big one. I would say she's a pretty big one. She's not the biggest, but every guy in the '80s and '90s probably had a kind of a poster yeah, above their bed. Probably, you know what I
3: mean. <laughs> it became their cream queen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she had a weird accent in, in Night of the Demons, though. She plays like pretty straight laced. Girl in the uh, well, other than being naked and fucking on a pool table, uh, uh, well, no comments. <laughs> that's pretty normal, right? Yeah, it is <laughs> nowadays. <anyway. laughs> I know my mom did. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> just kidding.
2: Wah, wah, wah. But yeah, I don't know.
1: Do you guys have any favorite scenes? Do you remember anything in there that that uh, kind of stuck out for you?
2: Uh, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I pretty much uh, I passed out watching it. Did you really? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, Pat's a pussy.
2: Yeah, after he got flogged in the he got logged flogged like he got spanked by a fucking belt by the mother superior.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much where I passed out. Well, shit is wild in that. There's some uh, that movie got chopped the fuck.
3: Yeah, like, like it really did. Or the NPA, or was it the NPA, or just
1: like uh, women's groups and stuff? Well, uh, first of all, the the movie opened on the same weekend as Night a Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I heard too that like it did open the same weekend,
3: but it got they pulled it pretty quick based on the the uh, subject matter. But in the short period of time, I heard it made more money than Nightmare.
1: Well, it did actually. The uh, it briefly outgrossed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. By around 161,000, almost 162. Yeah, it also outgrossed people that couldn't have the stomach for the film. (laughs) (laughs) But this is before profits fell about 45% by the second weekend. Damn, dude. But the release of the film was actually picketed by angry parents. Yeah. They were not happy to see Santa portrayed this way. Oh, no. Because they thought, you know, him being an axe murderer was despicable. But despite all that, they had the Tales from the Crypt 1972 Shit. movie. Uh, uh, they had yeah. done the exact same thing 12 years earlier. And Christmas Evil in 1980 yeah. had done the same thing in, in 1980. So basically the box office sales plummeted after this. And the film was shelved for another year where it saw new light in an uncut video. Anchor Bay did release a Blu-ray of this, by the way, which I bought. And it's a bad release, dude. Oh, dude. It's sucks, all man. upscaled. Like, I like Anchor Bay because they were one of the first like underground cinema, like Blue Underground. Oh. Like I Anchor like Bay. Blue. Like, those are the ones that were doing the DVDs that you couldn't get anywhere. Right. And they would do limited releases of them and shit. But um Anchor Bay put out this Blu-ray and it's just a fucking mess, dude. They took all the uncut parts, didn't even color correct them. They stretched out the original film DVD. To just upscale it, not even try to like correct it or anything, so it's like fuzzy as shit. The uncut scenes are like completely off and brown. It's watchable, <laughs> you know. It's not like watching it go from letterbox to un, you know, to like. So
2: is it kind of like when we watched The Exorcist three? Kinda, but not yeah. the
1: same because it wasn't just a square. Right, it was stretched out. It was just shitty quality. So it was a little darker, they didn't color correct and everything like that. But yeah, a lot of people online are pretty pissed. I should have read the reviews, but honestly, I don't really care. How much you spend on it? Uh, <laughs> Probably seven bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that ain't bad. No, I mean, like, whatever. Uh, it's not like I'm going to watch this every other month, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. But also, a funny little story about this movie and how much hate it got, is Siskel and Ebert on their show... They were reading the credits out loud, and while they would say each person's name in the television show, they would say, Shame. 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 Like fucking...
2: Like Game of Thrones. Yeah, like Game like of Thrones. around
1: with a bell They ring shit. a bell
3: or some <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I like those guys. They
3: did their thing, but it's
1: just a movie, like... Well, they both agreed on something for a change. <laughs> yeah. Like, they used to hate each other in a way on TV. Not really, because they were, like, best friends... I, I, there was like that whole story about Siskel and Ebert. Were weren't they just the uh, the Muppets version of uh, Burton and Ernie? Kind of like no, they were the like,
2: <laughs> no, they were like joke. the old men up yeah, in the yeah, fucking okay. thing oh, on the yeah. Muppets. They're in the Opera House or whatever, right?
1: But I don't know. I like this movie. I don't think it's one of. The, I think it's one of the better uh, Christmas yes movies. I, I Santa, I especially. Agree. Like it's, if we're just going yeah. by Santa, I'd say it's probably the second best movie to me as far as Santa horror movie goes I did watch the remake the first time I watched it this movie came out in 2012 by the way the The remake the remake did it it was just called Silent Night and the first time I watched it I hated it is this the one with uh, Malcolm McDowell yeah Okay. Malcolm McDowell plays this officer. It's actually directed by Stephen C. Miller. He did this underground movie called Automaton Transfusion, which was kind of like a zombie film, like mutant zombie Mm. sort of thing. Okay. It wasn't too bad. Never saw it. He kind of has like a style that's like Rob Zombie. Because he's a super beast? Well, it just, it just, (laughs) like, you can tell that either he just has similar styles, Rob Zombie, or. Or they have the similar taste in actors or something, but it is very similar dialogue. <laughs> so, basically, he, he only employs uh, Bill Moseley. <laughs> well, Malcolm and McDowell's in all his movies. I, I, I love Malcolm don't McDowell. Don't forget He's about better. Sherry Moon. <laughs> uh, that's just, that that part's weird to me. But, I mean, like, I, I do like Rob Zombie, so I don't oh, yeah, know that I talk shit sometimes because I get a little disappointed by some of his stuff, but I just root for him.
3: Well, yeah. he... he uh, not to derail, uh, Zombie is a great director. He just doesn't need to write his own stuff.
1: Right. Haney's is just direct because he's a fucking phenomenal director. I think so. I think he's got a cool style. Yeah, for sure. Some of the writing is a little too over the top.
3: Yeah, uh, but I like. It's the... just
1: like being like like we are. Right. Only twenty times worse. Like <laughs> like fuck cut
3: shit fucking bitch I'll fucking slit your pussy hole. <laughs> like they just talk
1: like that normally. Well, that's how in I all of his am, movies. Maybe. By the way, I'm just recreating what zombie does. Yeah. Really. <laughs> but anyway, back to what I was saying. Silent Night came out in 2012. Director Stephen C. Miller has a very aesthetic, very similar aesthetic style of that. I don't know if it's him writing it necessarily, but it just feels like that same kind of feel as Rob Zombie. It could almost be a Rob Zombie film
2: in a really? way. Yeah. And it's just called Silent Night, right?
1: Yeah, it's just called Silent Night. They changed the story around quite a bit from the original. It's no longer like about what happened to the kid it's almost like a reverse rob zombies halloween okay do you understand what i'm saying so it's like yeah i can see that so it's like it's like the john carpenter's version where he's just out killing people all of a sudden like kind of i don't know how to explain it uh michael mcdowell wasn't a lot of his uh dialogue lines really over the top really absurdly stupid there is some bad stuff in there that he does say but yeah he's kind of the like know-it-all fucking Mm. sheriff
3: Like, I'm the strongest guy, and I'm going to capture this man. I'm fighting. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, this cocksucker's going to fucking learn to never step foot in my town. Yeah, You know, like, (laughs) just ridiculous. I was in Clockwork Orange, you fucker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But essentially, the story is the police force of a remote Midwestern town in Wisconsin search for a killer Santa Claus who's picking off citizens on Christmas Eve. That's really the plot, but they pay a lot of homage to the original movie with a lot of different scenes. In fact, it even pays some to uh, Black Christmas, by the way. There's a scene where he puts a bag over someone's head and she sucks in the bag. Oh, okay. It's exactly like it in a way. And I think it's their little nod Saying, you know, hey, this is another really good movie. You know what I mean? The killing is very over the top. He just kills the fuck out of people. Like the first scene, he electrocutes the shit out of some dude. Tied up to electric Christmas lights. And just electrocutes him. Not too big of a death. There's one scene where he puts a a chick in a fucking wood chipper. <laughs> it's like, a great swear. scene, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, anytime I
3: see a girl getting shredded up in a wood chipper, well, I just just think about chipper.
1: it. They, like I think they did a pretty decent job of shooting that scene hmm. because he chops off her foot, he throws the foot in first, picks her up. She's kind of kicking and screaming and bleeding, of course. And then he like puts her down in. Except they don't show her cut off leg because it probably would have been too hard to figure <laughs> out. may be hard. <laughs> well, she's like topless. <laughs> And, like, fucking just in panties. Oh, cool. But he sticks her feet first down, and she goes down, and you just see it spraying out. It was pretty cool. I Like, I mean, like I said, the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, oh, this is bad. You know, like, there's no story. But it's kind of like the reverse of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Whereas the story, it tells you the story as it's going, linear-wise. This one is kind of, like, reverse. So it's like, he's killing people, and you start to find out why. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay. They don't really tell his childhood or anything like that. Oh, there's another scene in the movie where um, they pay a little homage to Part Two of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay. One of the deputies is like, "Can I go home now? Just for Christmas, you know?" I just <laughs> and he's trying to have a conversation with him, and Malcolm at college, I think he's the biggest pussy, and just talking shit to him. He's like, "Yeah, just go home, you know." He's like, and take out the trash, you piece of shit, you know? Uh, and he goes uh, outside, and he's like, what is this, Garbage Day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's a, the s- a slight nod to the original. Oh, no, it's the second one.
3: Oh, no, no oh, the second one. It is the second one. I, I thought one. they... Because uh, he's like, Garbage Day! Yeah, that, that's the first one. Second. Uh, it is? It's
1: the second one, oh, 100%. Dude, I, I, okay, I thought they You're had you You're getting a confused the between first... the two, yeah. All right, well, I mean, I'm, I, maybe I'm wrong, but anyways. Well, right. the second one takes place where the first one left off. Because you know where the kid...
3: Oh, I think, uh, I think you he are He sees, right. like, at the end I, of the first yeah.
1: movie... I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but you're there's a kid that anyone. sees it and, <laughs> and essentially is now the new Santa. Okay. And so that guy yeah, carries yeah, the yeah, torch. You're, you're right, I'm fucking it up. But yeah, he does
3: Garbage Day in part two. I may have been just been confused, but there's that scene I thought
1: was in the original, but it was in the sequel, it sounds
3: like, right. and they paid homage in the remake.
1: Right. They do something else. They also do the scene with the... Um, the girl who gets stuck on the fucking deer. Oh yeah, with the points that come through her chest. Um, and then in the first movie, they he hands her a fucking the little girl that's upstairs that she's babysitting. He hands her a little girl. He hands her <laughs> no, he hands her a fucking box cutter. Oh, okay. As a gift because she's nice. Mm. She's not naughty. Um, but in the in the remake, he hands her a bloody candy cane. Hmm. So it's a little different. But yeah, I I think it's actually an alright movie. Like, I I didn't mind it. I wish you guys would have seen it. I I really judged it pretty harshly the first time I saw it.
2: I'm definitely not done watching Christmas Horror. I'm going to watch it for the rest of the season. Right. Instead of watching it
1: for the episode, you can watch it when we don't talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. You know. (laughs) But to wrap this up on that movie, on the the remake, I would say it's probably like a seven. Mm -hmm. Probably a solid, hard seven. The first uh, one I would say you're is a probably hard seven inches. <laughs> I think it's probably an eight point five in the Santa Killer uh, series. I'm a, I'm a good uh, ten or twelve. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> no, it's good. So, but you're yeah, just opening the door, dude. I'm walking through it. That's all I'm doing. <laughs>
1: well, it's not hard. The door's always open for you. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> in fact, your pants are open. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, but yeah, eight point five for the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Probably a seven for. Um, the remake. Honestly, I really think that the remake is up there in the top five of the Santa movies, just for fun, but one of my favorite mm. Christmas horror movies now is got to be Christmas Evil. Oh, yeah. Christmas Evil came out in 1980. It's basically a story about when a small boy sees Santa, which is actually his father dressed as Santa, but he doesn't know this. He's like watching it with his brother. So he sees Santa come down the chimney. His brother sees that it's his dad, laughs, his, tells his brother he's an idiot for thinking it's Santa. He grows up. He, he sees his mom and his dad having sex in, in the middle of the night after they go to the bed. He gets upset. Wait, breaks, he watched his parents fuck? Well, they don't have sex. She's just like has her leg out and he's like kind of touching it all weird. It's not even oh, sex. Yeah. It's just like naughty. You know what I mean? it's or like, nice, depending or on who care. you are. It's not even a PG thirteen naughty, you know. Like, but uh, anyway, essentially, they're like fucking, I guess. And he gets fucked up about this, and it grows up to be like someone that just believes in Santa so much, and he wants to make the world realize that Santa is real. <laughs> and and that's how it all goes wrong, right? You know, because yeah. Yeah. he he can't accept that Santa isn't real.
2: I, I and mean, I it's a minor thing, but. That opening scene that you're talking about, I really enjoyed it. Not, I'm not saying I'm being a creep about the whole sex thing. No, you're but, creep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a little bit of a creep. But the the lighting, like, you know, like when he's up on the top of the stairs and he's they're looking Shadows through the banisters and stuff. When they're looking through the banisters, it has that nice red light on the back of the walls. Right. And then when he's on the stairs, it's like that cool blue color. It just reminded me of uh, Creep Show with the the creature in the oh, crate. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. I, I just love Really I don't know if I it. got
1: that from it, but yeah, that's it, cool. Yeah. I thought it was... I mean, I love the movie.
2: Oh, for sure. You know what it really reminded me of? It, it felt it felt like Taxi Driver.
3: Oh, right. dude. I had a similar feelings on the film. Oh, yeah. Not not directly to uh, Taxi Driver, but to Bill Lustig's uh, Maniac.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it kind of is like Taxi Driver. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, he he's down on his luck kind of thing, and... I don't know like the story does such a great job before because eventually he goes crazy, guys. yeah I mean I, I mean, Spoiler. there's not much about that, but why does he go crazy? This is where I'm I had a conversation with one of my buddies online recently, because okay. we were just big fans of the movie, like we really love it too. His name is James uh, Ferrasi, but yeah he's he's a big fan of that movie, and we started talking about it on Facebook. Like, quite a bit. I was like, God damn it, I'm ruining this. (laughs) But he wanted to come on the show, and we weren't able to actually get him on. But big shout-out to you, James. I hope you're listening. But yeah, he was saying that, you know, it made sense to him why he would go crazy. When I compare it to Silent Night, Deadly Night, it makes more sense to me why he would go crazy because of all the events that happened in Silent Night, Deadly Night Hmm. than, than this guy. Right. But it's more sincere and nice in Christmas evil because he's this one event with his mom and his dad creates this like Freudian type of fucked up thing about his is about Santa so I don't know I mean I guess it could go both ways but I had a little bit of an issue in the beginning of the movie with that's why now he's going to be a killer right.
2: it's like I saw mommy kiss, kissing Santa Claus and <laughs> right, I lost my cookies mommy blowing Santa Claus well, <laughs> it, it just looked like
1: he was like miming like touching like eating her, her out like or I don't
3: know he was hey, like... hey, you know what's weird about the scene too even though it's like a really retro film it was pretty hot <laughs> you got a little aroused <laughs> didn't you I don't know I'm, I'm like eh. I'm like looking around to
1: see if my, uh, my wife's around I'm like
3: <laughs> well that's pretty hot looks
2: like I'm just going to have to Mike on was this.
1: pretending like he was making dinner <clears throat> I <It> was <laughs> hot dogs
2: Salty mostly dinner tonight
1: yeah it's Asian food
2: <laughs>
3: Mugu <laughs> guy <pen. laughs>
2: well, yeah, th- but this movie has to be the pinnacle of Christmas horror movies. Santa, especially. Oh yeah, I sure. think it's
1: more like it's the best Santa Christmas movie, like horror. Oh yeah, I did not dislike the film.
3: Uh, I think it was a a lot. All the problems I had with it, right. they're not true problems. They're just uh, byproducts of uh, when the film came out. Byproducts of its uh, production value. Right. The 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 budget and whatnot. Uh, I really, really, really would love to see a remake of this film. Mm,
1: I don't know how I feel about that. Mm,
2: I would love to see it. i would like on the to fence see it. about it, but I think it could be good. But you never know. I don't uh, think so. I don't <laughs>
1: think the type of audience these days, they couldn't... I mean, if they did a remake of it, they would have to be so edgy that it would no longer be a, a shadow of what it
3: was. I, I could see that, but for me, like, and this is something I want to go into, whether it's this episode or another one. Right. Uh, I don't think there was enough background. I really want to go into detail as to why he was a killer. Okay, go ahead. I don't think there was enough information or enough stuff in the film. Because, like, I was mentioning this to you. Like, when I watched this movie, I did enjoy it. I did think it had a lot of cool stuff. Right. But what it really gave me and made me think about was if I was going to create a a film about a killer Santa Claus, what the fuck would I do? Right. And what kind of film would that be? And I was like, what they need to do is take a a character study of a serial killer, somebody like John Wayne Gacy, and why he would kill kids, why he would be into guys and all this really fucked up shit. But rather than being Pogo the Clown, it would be Santa Claus. (laughs) Right. So –
1: well, that's I, I, just what you want from the film. Oh, I know, that's yeah, what I want. Yeah, right. Cuz
3: that's what I like. To me, it's it's um uh, it's not the finished product, it's it's what made the finished product. I dig the movie. I think it had
1: a lot of fucking stupidly cool stuff in it. What did you think of it, Pat? Oh, I like I what are really, some points about it that you think well, is important I, or good or bad?
2: Well, I really like the 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 slow development that they they show them going down this downward spiral. Right and like the endeavors that he goes through, like his company, how, how soulless they are, and it just pushes him further down this rabbit hole of how fucked up people can be. Right. He just loses all faith. Right. Yeah. And I want to say, uh, it w- one of my favorite scenes uh, would have <clears throat> to be the night before he actually makes a transformation into Santa. And he, I think he's at work or leaving work or he's at the Christmas party or something. But he, he goes to his locker... And he takes a glance at himself. It's a mirror that's hanging in his locker. And he kind of gets silly. And he starts acting like Santa. And he makes his nose, you know, wiggle. Oh, yeah. And then he takes <laughs> his hand and kind of like... That is a fucking... That, that is one of the few scenes that I
3: really shined through.
2: Oh, it was my favorite scene. It, yeah, that that is one of kind of like that wipes really smirk away, And you can see as his hand goes down, it, just, it completely right, he put changed on, it, he his totally face. He totally put on his mask. Right. Okay. And... and and uh, it, it's, it's another one of those scenes that just really remind me of Taxi Driver.
1: Right. Well, was, yeah, because he's staring in the mirror.
2: Other than that, I really like it when <clears throat> when he finally, you know, he, he gets his van and he paints the sled on the side and right. he's driving around. And I love that he's, like, whipping. Like he's whipping oh, reindeer yeah. as he's driving. It's just, <laughs> it's just fun.
1: Well, and I often talk about, like, duality and dichotomy <clears throat> within movies. There's, like, the crazy side... And then there's this, like, seriously, like, heartfelt, I almost drew a tear watching this movie. And I know this sounds crazy, but seriously, it struck a childlike thing inside of me
2: when he's doing these good deeds for people. And you see how much he actually loves these these children and stuff.
1: It's almost like you can tell... That he just he just wants good for the world, right, but it just upsets him so bad that no one believes in goodness, and that it's all fake to him. A lot of it is just fake, and he gets so obsessed i mean the another thing I really like about it is the guy keeps fucking books, and we're not just talking about little books on kids we're talking about gigantic like two foot size books by like three inch wide books where he writes every kid's name down, all of their good deeds in one book and all of their bad deeds in another book.
2: And he like knows all
1: the kids in the neighborhood. And then yeah. he has like twelve volumes of this right. is like <laughs> seriously obsessed.
2: Well one what well, he has two books actually. One book's like just the good. a good book. Yeah, and that's the what other I said. book is the naughty book. Right. That's right. what I said. Okay. It says bad Zambus. girls
1: and boys, good boys and girls or right. whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but that I thought that was really creepy and, like, how he's staring out the window. Like, or not the window, but he's on the balcony and he's, like, staring at kids with the oh, binoculars. What about
2: the scene where he goes over to the one kid who's, like, a little shit. He's looking at him through the window and he starts rubbing mud on his face.
1: Yeah, that was dark. Right? Because <laughs> he has weird. a predator,
2: And then he, like, it's makes weird. an imprint on his, the side of his house. Oh, like yeah, he, with his mouth and, and his he got, hands. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. And he remember when he was, it was like, they were just leaving to go somewhere with his mom and he was outside so he hid in the bushes real quick the kid was like oh mom I think I heard something in the bushes and she's like just get in the car honey let's go and he wanders over to the bushes and he's in there waiting he for it. and throws his
1: hand in front of the
2: kid's face right ah like that yeah I don't know why but I like that scene too It's all of it was really good
1: well he did it such a good natured way though with that kid too it wasn't right. like he was trying to kill him right he just made a bag of dirt put a little sad face on it with X's over his eyes and said naughty Yep. Or something like that. And it has his name or something on it. I don't know, it was very harmless. Right. You know, it was like... Like he
2: doesn't want to hurt children.
1: Right. Yeah. But you can tell he's just so obsessed with the fact that Santa was the the deciding factor in what made things good or bad. right? And he wanted to keep that balance of good in the world. So he felt like he was reaching out to kids and other people by telling them what they were doing wrong. Because he wanted them naturally to be good, but they weren't. And they made fun of him. Right. And like he worked in this toy factory, and all the guys made fun of him. Even his brother thought he was a joke.
2: Right. And do you remember what he said to the guy that he was kind of at ends with at the Christmas parties? Like He was talking, oh, I can't remember, it was such a crazy Well, they were talking line. about
1: donations? Right, no, no, no. Oh, you're talking that... about, he's like, I found my tune.
2: <clears throat> yeah, where he found his tune. And I just
1: know how to sing it now. And I just realized now... That I know how to sing that tune. And it's like... Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Bing Crosby over here. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, sing the tune, dude. Whatever you're talking about, bro. Right, right, right. Wasn't his name Bill? In the yes. Movie? Yeah. I don't know. I just love how it goes back and forth. And the fact that it could make me feel emotion for that guy. Because there's scenes of him driving in the van, like you were talking about. Where he's, like, slashing the whip. Right. To, like... For reindeer to like pull the sled and he's like mentally there and he's just like cracking the whip but it's like angry yeah like he's just like pissed off or something like i I couldn't figure it out i love the scene where the kids are protecting him oh yeah 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 like they realize that he is a killer now like he's already murdered some people out in public and these kids don't know that but the parents do and they know it's him and so the parents are like freaked out. They don't want to make any sudden movements because they think he might kill one of the kids. They don't really understand him yet. But the kids are like, he's so gentle with them. And like the dad, one of the dads pulls out the switchblade and he's like trying to cut. He's like, fuck that guy. He's like, he's a fucking murderer. I'm going to fucking kill him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, get out of the way, kids. And they're like,
2: no. He had tripped on something and dropped the knife. And then she, she picked, picked it, it up and gave it to Santa you could tell he was about to stab him.
1: But and he didn't want to do it in front of the kids. Right.
2: Right. The scene that follows that one... Okay. It ...was really great. It, it, it was totally Frankenstein. All the fucking oh, villagers... Oh, with the torches. The ...torches. Yeah. There was a, a pickaxe in there. Or not a pickaxe. Pitchfork. Pitchfork in there as well. Well, the funny
1: thing is, is that all of a sudden, that all these...
2: Like villagers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like they all have these torches yeah, on like, hand. Like,
1: yeah, like really nice torches too. And I like just like suspension of disbelief or whatever. You know what I mean? And I thought about that. I'm like, these are really nice torches. <laughs> like, like the did ones they you the buy torch a Target store? over at uh, Walmart. Yeah, they don't have those things, man. These look like, like jugs or something. Right. Like, I couldn't tell what they were, but it was interesting. Let me tell you a few tidbits about this
2: before we get into the very end, and then we'll move on, guys. Are we really gonna spoil the the very last end of it? No, we should do it
1: well, I mean, does it doesn't really matter
2: well, I thought that 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 was magic it
1: was magic. it's not magic it's magic
3: yeah, it's like it's like talking about the ending
1: for uh, the usual suspects like if you haven't seen it now. Then... Because really what I think is good about the movie isn't necessarily the ending. No. It's a it catches you off guard a little it bit. It is a
2: cherry though. It's a uh, little... Yeah, it's
1: definitely a cherry. The director <laughs> is, by the way, we never even said um was Lewis Jackson. Uh he didn't really do too too many other things. Like
2: What was the guy's name who played Santa?
1: Brandon Margot. See that he did like Dress to Kill Brothers. Uh he was in The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. actually. Two episodes, oh, and really? I gar- I guarantee you that was no small part by Sam Raimi, right? Because I bet you he was a fan
2: of this movie. Oh, for sure. It Looks like he just did like a single episode. He was like while. a character actor then, which right. is kind
1: of surprising because I think he did a really good. He job. He did a
2: really good performance, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Director Lewis Jackson, he spent ten years collecting all the Yuletide props seen in the Harry's house in the beginning of the movie. Oh, really? He wow. spent ten years. Dude. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's pretty hardcore, dude. So that's kind of in a way, it's almost like he understood this character pretty well uh, he's pretty much santa claus yeah right like you know you don't spend 10 years collecting. Like this, this isn't a movie it's a biography about me <laughs> <laughs> well if you think about it the movie was made in 1980 so 10 years that's he he came up with this idea long before anybody else came up with
3: oh he was a murder santa movie. well if,
1: if it was 10 years so he was collecting that stuff in the 70s in like 69 on maybe yeah Because the movie probably got made a year before or something, whatever. He also had three Santa suits were used in the film to make for his character, which I thought the Santa suit was awesome.
2: Oh, yeah, it was pretty damn good.
1: I thought it was like, I think it's the best looking Santa in a horror movie they had done. And one of the better Santas I've seen in a film, honestly. Yeah. But I I think, because all the other movies that I've seen are shitty versions of the Santa suit. I think that suit was probably one of the better suits and any horror Santa movie there was. To give a spoiler, and now I'm going to tell a spoiler here, guys, so you're probably not going to want to listen for the next minute, okay? The end of the movie, if you are fans of this movie and you've seen this, this is for you. Anybody else, shut your headphones off for a minute, skip ahead, whatever you gotta do. (laughs) The end of the movie, you see him driving away, trying to escape from people. His brother's trying the to villagers, him. villagers. Yeah, yeah, his brother's chasing after him, trying to help him because he admits that he had been the killer. In his candy van? In his candy van, yeah. His, well, free, no. his free puppy van. While many people think Harry does, in fact, fly off at the end because he, he slams into the bridge, flies off like Santa's fucking sleigh, he just drives off the bridge and kills himself. Because if you listen to the sound effects when his brother's rolling down the hill on the fake snow... He, you hear an explosion, but people mistake it for the sound effects of Harry's brother rolling down the hill into boxes. Hmm. So technically, it's, he crashed the van. Shit. So, but that's. I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was a fairly good point to make about the film, if you're a fan. But spoiler off. I mean, <laughs> what do you think about that ending, though?
2: Oh, I loved it. If he died, like and he did fly away, I mean that kind of sucks. I'm just gonna be- I'm just gonna believe what I want to believe, right? Body. I
1: kind of I think I think it's kind of good the way it is because it lets you pick what you want. You know what I mean? Did he really fly away? I like I think that if he did fly away, it makes for a much better story because it's like Santa isn't really bad for doing that. You know what I mean? Right. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was more of like uh, uh,
3: the kind of ending you don't typically get out of a Hollywood movies at least nowadays, maybe out of an indie flick, but not. The kind of ending you could only get out of films that were probably produced back when that film was produced.
1: It has a very childlike kind of whimsy. Well, yeah. I, I
3: I like the uh, ambiguous kind of endings that you don't quite know where it's actually going. Like why? Yeah. It, and it's well, such it, a short ending, too. Yeah, it, it lets the, the, the viewer make their own decision. Right. I love that, uh, uh, aside from like some fucking dumbass you know marvel movie that's like f- f- you know force feeding you shit lays it so. all out for you yeah exactly no
1: no no no. you're going the wrong way here no, it is
3: that's exactly uh, you want the cheeseburger not the
2: pizza <laughs> yeah i hate how they do that where they make movies where it's like you didn't have to see the fucking first one you can just go and watch the second right. one right just yeah. fine
1: i think of all the movies that we watched out of the last two episodes i really like this movie i would give it a nine holy I'm, I'm, shit i'm
2: there Right there with you. I arm. really think,
1: even after all of its time, and I read some reviews on Shutter about it,
2: and they were all like, "Boring, shut your so mouth, so stupid, what the fuck ever." And I'm like, "What?" Like, I literally got done watching it and went straight to Amazon to find it on Blu-ray. Right. Yes, yeah, and it's... they do have a Blu-ray DVD combo, and it's not until stock, in stock till the 18th, but it's like 24 bucks. Right. And to so me, that's the new that
1: re-release with the extended cut.
2: Yeah it's a director's cut oh, i cool. believe
1: yeah and they show the director's cut on or the full cut on shutter shutter actually gets a lot of the digital releases before they actually hit blu-ray which is what i like about it a lot oh cool cuz they had phantasm on there weeks before it even hit the hit hit blu-ray shit so but i'm waiting on the blu-ray for phantasm because i want the box set i would definitely give it a 9 at least for the for the santa movies for the holiday horror i think it's like a 9 for me like i think another movie could outpace it if done properly um but i think overall it's probably one of the best horror movies to watch and i'm sure you guys some of you are going to probably agree disagree with us you may be looking for blood and guts and stuff like that this movie has some of that but it's not it's more psychological right
2: and it's one of those movies that i would watch when it, it's not even christmas i would just throw it on just to watch it again they yeah. do such a great
1: job of Mixing the two, the crazy and the sentimental. Right. It's really... That's what I love about it. What, what what'd you say, Mike? Uh, was not bad.
3: Uh, I, I, I really did dig where it was going. Right. I think all the... Like I said earlier, all the problems I had with it aren't real true problems. Right. Just byproducts of uh, when and how it was produced.
1: And expectations.
3: Yeah. For that, too. I can see that.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh And the coolest thing I liked about the film was... I kind of brought this up. It it just made me think about wanting to produce a film about Santa Claus myself. Sure. You know, so uh, whatever you want to say about it, either of you guys, this inspired me to want to make my own inspired film. Okay, You know, which is, for me personally, it's like badass. You wanted to see something a little darker. Well, darker, more, I mean, my big problem with any film that involves a serial killer or a uh, mass killer, I want to know the real specifics behind why they kill. Because I study a lot about serial killers. I, like I said before, I'm really into, like, Bundy, Kemper. John
1: Wayne Gacy. Gacy, all this kind of stuff. Well, Gacy kind of reminds me of this character a little bit more. Yeah, and I would love to see a film with Gacy, but rather than Pogo, it being Santa Claus. Yeah, because he did work with the children's hospital and trying to cheer him up, or cancer patients or something. I can't uh, remember. Yeah, uh, something along those lines. Yeah. Plus, he was really into politics. He was a Republican. He shook you're... the first lady's
3: <laughs> hand. <laughs> he did. But still, like, it's i i I really could see where it was going, I really dug it right, so, so it's um I can see uh why it's important, why we need it, I can see why it's was created and stuff uh and I can understand its thing, but it's not really my thing i guess
1: i don't I don't mind it seeing it darker and like I could see where maybe doing a remake wouldn't be too bad, but I hope whoever if they ever do do a remake for this that they have that balance in there, because yeah. it, it'll lose it for me. I, I will uh-huh. not like it. If it's like that tongue-in-cheek Silent Night bullshit, Yeah, yeah. like, no <clears throat> offense to Silent they Night, I thought easily the remake... make
3: it super fucking hardcore. Right, them. like, it's and cool it to awesome. see
1: that, I, It's but it's I, it's got to have that balance to me. Yeah. What about like, you? like I
3: said, this is not me knocking it in any way, shape, or form. I had sure. fun watching it. I can see why it's important. I just... Well, try to give it a number, anything you can think oh, of. God, shit. You don't want to hear it, but maybe a five? Really, well, it's it's like uh, sometimes I can go to a restaurant and eat a meal, mm-hmm. and I like the meal. I understand what they're giving me and the the presentation, but it might not be how I would have done it myself.
1: I mean, I think most of our viewers or listeners will hate you for this. And I'm just
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think well, the sh- yeah, yeah, listeners listen are
1: shocked that uh, they actually th- watched was... one of the movies. They were <laughs> well, this was produced in what early eighties.
2: Uh, it was 1980 on the dot. What about you? What do, What do you think? We already went to me, did we? <laughs> yeah, we've been talking so long, we kind of circled back around, I guess.
1: Oh, okay. what did you give it a score of?
2: I gave it a nine.
1: You did? I didn't hear you say that at all.
2: Yeah, I, when you said that, I was like, yeah, me too. Solid oh, okay. Nine. Well, I didn't hear that part. Uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely a nine.
1: Yeah. So maybe I, a six I think for overall for all movies <laughs> for me, I think it could go down a little bit. Obviously, but specifically for this <clears throat> subgenre of horror, right. I oh, think it's Christmas a nine. Stuff. Like that, no, that's cool. And it man. could be I'm just cool, like, I'm coming off the no hype complaints.
2: of just watching it that I'm still like excited about it because it's a new sure. movie. Whatever. But I can't
1: like if I were to go, hey, out of all the movies I've ever seen, is this a nine? I can't I can't say that it it is. Right. But at least for this subgenre, for holiday horror, holiday horror or Santa oh. killers or whatever, whatever the fuck, you want to call it, it is probably movie. one of the it is the best one I've seen yet. I'm I'm sure that somebody could probably outdo it. Some indie director who's just got a fucking Eye and an ear for fucking like emotion could do it like do a remake of this like perfectly, right? And a more updated feel to it, I, I I would be okay with that. But I would, I don't think it would ever happen. Like I don't think anybody would ever hit the nerve that hit the nerve. Would it hit the nerve with mm-hmm. me? If, Maybe they I should mean?
2: hand it off to like James Gunn or something. No, <laughs> what? No, I like, I like James, dude. I do,
1: but he's that's not a movie for him. Like, he needs to do something more tongue-in-cheek, like Santa's sleigh.
2: You know yeah, what I mean? I would love to see a remake of Santa's Slay. Oh, I don't know if that'll ever
1: happen. If that does, that guy will be happier than shit, though. Anyways. Let's uh, let's wrap this shit up. Guys, like a
3: goddamn Christmas present
1: <laughs> under the fucking tree. <laughs> Basically, this is our last episode for at least a week. We may take two weeks off. Or even for maybe this year.
0: This
1: year? <laughs> yeah. Hell no. We're we're good to go. I'm, I'm sad that we actually have to take a break. But I have to be realistic. There's just no way that any of the work is going to get done. Yeah, he's got to blow like
3: five guys uh, for the next couple days.
1: <laughs> well, we thought about doing two episodes back to back. But that's a lot of work. Although we did do, uh, you probably not know this because we're going to be cutting so much. But it's like three hours right now. Mm-hmm. And I've got to cut an hour and a half off.
2: Most of it's most of is just fapping. <laughs> fapping.
1: An hour and a half, though. Think about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That red tube only has so many videos. Uh, anyway, guys, we'll see you in a week or two. Also, by the way, Bloody Kisses will be hitting you up on Horror Amino. We'll send those out before we go to our vacation. Watch the pickle video
3: with Bloody Kisses.
1: Yes, by the way, we do have a pickle video up. Check out the pickle video. It'll be in the information below. Bloody Kisses will hit you up on Horror Amino. Guys, we hope that you have a really great holiday. Whatever you celebrate or if you don't celebrate, we don't give a shit. Uh, we thank you very much for making this year, the end of this year, be so fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Seriously, thank you so much for being a part of this, commenting, sharing. Fucking, you guys have been just amazing. Fucking, so thank yeah,
2: you. Totally means a lot, guys. It
1: really does. And like, I'm and this new year is like, I'm all about boosting this fucking podcast up, trying to do the best content that we can possibly do for you guys. But uh, to, to tell you one thing, if you see a Santa Claus walking down the street, you better run for your fucking life. Oh, I know. Or in the mall. Christmas is not a good time of year. All Santa wants to do is have sex
2: with you. And murder. <laughs> or kill you.
1: He's going to fucking kill you, kids. Fucking while when killing you. When you see him. those presents under there, they're bombs. And they're well, he may fucking... not kill
2: you, but he'll definitely kill your parents. He will yeah, kill you. Don't you don't want to know what's in his bag.
1: Yeah, he'll kill his, your parents in front of you. <laughs> and then he'll have sex with their corpses. <laughs>
3: Sounds like a good, good time.
1: Christmas Eve. No, but really, thanks a lot, guys. It's fantastic. Yeah, thank you guys for
2: stopping by. Yeah, have a great holiday, guys.
3: To Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new episode.